Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. T-R-P-E. The realest podcast ever, realest podcast ever. Two brothers bringing thinking on a second level. Music, sports, fashion, politics, and the streets. The best two hours out of every week. YDN, dinosaurs, and YPODs. Real talk every time, this is what you need. We just out here popping shit. It's your boy C. Diddy and Matt makes me sick. T-R-P-E, T-R-P-E, go. T-R-P-E, T-R-P-E, go. The realest podcast ever. The realest podcast ever. Jim Boomy. Here we go. I couldn't hear nothing. For I, I still can't hear a goddamn thing. Always happening. I, well, all I right, should take boom. this dumbass hat off. How about that? All right, so all right, all right. there we go. <laughs> now I can hear. That was too loud. Yeah, that's dumb loud. All right, we should do this shit before we start. Sometimes, but you can't. You don't like when the theme song is playing. You don't get no feedback in the headphones. You can't hear. But I'm sure there's a way for him to let us get feedback before. Yeah, that shit is trash. You know, like, do you, like, how do when you, like when you got to run outside to go do something or whatever, and we still be like in the flow and be like, oh, cut that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a way for us to do it before it starts. Maybe. Maybe not. Yeah. We'll never know because we're going to keep yeah, doing yeah, it. We're going to keep fucking show. up weekly. We're going to keep fucking up every single week, so we'll figure it out at some point. Real shit. We're 107 shows in and we haven't figured it out yet, so. <laughs> it's really yeah. the same shit though. Every episode. Every episode the theme song ends and the both of us like, oh shit. Hold on. <laughs> oh, we got a show going on. Hold on. Wait a minute. What is this knob? Do? We both reaching for the controls, <laughs> trying to figure out the levels. Why y'all just don't leave the levels on the same shit that y'all always have it on? We're saying, we, we, don't, we don't own this place. <laughs> but I mean like the levels, like the, the same y'all using the same exact system that y'all always use. Right. Just remember where it is and turn it there. Nah. That would be too much like right. Yeah, that's yeah. Crazy. This is why you went to Wharton. <laughs> I mean, that was a Wharton ass response. <laughs> like, so hold on. So take a, set the level. Critical thinking, <laughs> analytics. How about this? Just remember what number your knob is on. I mean, that's not even some Wharton shit. I'm a DJ first. I mean, yeah. So it's like. Oh, this is Rod, by the way. Y'all all know, y'all know Rod. Rod's going down. Y'all have heard Rod tons of times. Rod's, Rod's here worse. again. Yeah, Rod came through. I, <laughs> I mentioned Jordan, and Rod was like, I'll be there. He got Jordans <laughs> on, too. That's the funniest shit on earth. What am I wearing? Oh, Yeezys. I have one boost. The, um, but yeah, nah, I, I, we do the, it's funny because it's like we should. You would think. Yeah. Yeah, just remember the level. No. You're going to show up next you. Sunday, and it's. I get it. It's the same I shit. I have my fucking moments, too. It's the same shit over and over yeah. again. Uh, what day is it? Today is May tenth. Tenth. Uh, May tenth, Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Definitely, definitely, yeah. definitely. Um, I cool. saw a picture on Twitter that infamous picture of ASAP Rocky holding the baby. Said Happy Mother's Day to all the single mothers <laughs> out there. <laughs> I think I've just graduated past like the silly. I don't know because I used to like make like I saw the day they were starting with the. Happy Father's Day to the single father, all this craziness, and I'm just like, I just think I'm past all yeah, these no, things. Yeah, no, I can't engage in that time. Yeah, so yeah. Loop. yeah like I've I just, I don't know, because at one time, like I, I thought about it the other day, and it's like when, when you know, how we always make jokes that all white people look alike. When Paul Walker died, I posted a picture of White Mike. I was it was like rest in peace, Paul <laughs> oh Walker, and God. it was like, it was funny, but it's like looking back on it, it was like. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm going to hell, man. Like, that was unnecessary. Yeah, it was just so unnecessary. <laughs> like, and that's how I look at like my my Instagram, Twitter career, I guess, from like got a lot of unproud moments. A lot of we had to you <laughs> y'all know we went through a whole let me just delete all of this shit. Oh, hell yeah. yeah, and it's just I we, got to the point where I said, you know what, let me just delete the account. <laughs> yeah, you definitely yeah, smart the only that. way to get out of this yeah, is just to delete the account. Yo, and it's like even when I like search my name through Twitter and I've deleted all of the tweets with like the offensive words, but it's just I'm retweeted or added by somebody with, and I'm I can't get rid of that. Ayo, retweet something from 19 years I was, ago. I was literally ready to call <laughs> Ayo a day, like, "Hey, can you go through your joint and delete?" <laughs> like, just cause it's like them tweets look so terrible, yeah. and it was just so many like thing. And I, I I look at it now, and it's just like, why yo? Like, why y'all starting with the nonsense? I saw somebody today was like, "Uh, damn, no, no, no shade, but some of y'all moms really hit." And I'm wow. just like, what, 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 what is the purpose in this show? People just, you like, know, want to get laughs, man. I realize I, Twitter has really become. Let me see how dumb of a fucking opinion or thought I can process and post, and then see how many people I can get to agree with me. Yeah, or it's just, the re- or yeah. just to react to it. Period. Yeah, that. Yeah, I'd just rather not be mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> And that's just kind of where I'm at with it. I've been slandered to death. I've I've had tweets go viral. Do you ever notice that you see somebody to get catch their first viral tweet, and then every tweet after that is it, like it's like they're trying to reviral. Yeah, yeah. It's just like shut up, sis. And, and, like, and the weird up. shit about the viral now is when people go viral, they'll post under the other tweet to advertise to, some shit. Yeah, it's like they'll create a thread to continue. Like they went viral making a joke about you know dancing at a baby shower and. And the next tweet is about like them selling dinners, and it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just shit is crazy. But I've watched people go viral, and you could just tell it was like their first viral yeah. moment, and they're like almost like living in it. Like, like mm-hmm. I, I said the other day, somebody went viral, and I'm like, he's gonna screenshot this and put it in like a wooden plaque. <laughs> like, this is a big deal. You know what I mean? Yeah, and. You know, like, I, we've we've all, you know, you've gone viral a gazillion times. I know I, it just, after a while, I, I don't want to go viral for the wrong shit. Exactly. I've definitely. Yeah. Uh, you go viral for, for the, wrong the wrong shit, shit. tons of times. Yeah. Way too many yeah, times. Way too many times. Yo, I've, I've shared some of your shit, and bitches be mad as <laughs> fuck at you, dog. Like, my favorite joint, this nigga said, um, bitches love Loving hip hop because it makes him. Yeah, getting cheated on makes him. You cheat on making feel like yeah. he will love hip hop. That shit went that viral one. like eight times. <laughs> like it, it, it went viral. It never died. Then it got remastered <laughs> and went viral again. Like, I stole that from Dev. Crazy. Tate. Wow. <laughs> crazy. He had like four followers. I said, yeah, this is too good. <laughs> <laughs> nobody's nobody's gonna know this came from you, Bucko. Nigga Shut called up. me. He said, yo, how your shit going viral? Shut up, you Dev. Stole I, my saw, I saw Dev yesterday at uh, Grill Masters and shit. I was over. I saw Johnny going to Steph's around the way. It's like you always running. It's like a who's who of like yesteryear and Pin shit. Rose reunion. Yeah, definitely oh, all the time. But I saw Dev over there. But yeah, I, I like. I've gone viral for the whole weight loss shit a couple of times, and it's just like that kind of shit is cool. It'd be a little like I walk in the gym and people are like, "Yo, I saw you on a Romanian Facebook," and it'd be like, <laughs> "All right, <laughs> like whatever." Somebody recently hit me on um, Instagram, and I went uh, viral on a Russian 
social media at. And they were they were sending this shit to me, and it was like all in like Russian. Yeah. I didn't even know what to like, but it was me. <laughs> you went viral in the, at the Kremlin. It, it's like hey, a, it's, it's a social networking app that's not Facebook or Instagram, but it's some shit from over there. That's nuts. And the, the weight loss shit wound up over there, and people was hitting me with like. Buzz cuts like great job, American. <laughs> great job, comrade. Yeah, shit was yeah. wild. But it's just like, yeah, you know, I don't want to go viral for the wrong shit. Cause then that, you know, yeah. and that's why he ultimately was just, I remember he told they me. Like, live with you forever. Like he's like, yeah, I'm chalking the account at this point. And I'm like, yeah, cause, mm. you know, it, it's weird. Cause at one point, social media, like I said, even like when I look back on that, that white Mike OZ shit, like we just used to bid. Yeah. It's funny because we were talking about the slander shit the other day, and that was a real thing, like yeah. getting slandered, funny pics about people, putting mm. a face on all and it's just... Bad photoshops. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, none of that could live today. I'm going to tell you what the secret is. You got to get. You gotta jump in a private Facebook group. Yeah, but them Facebook groups is, like, dangerous. They are, but... People, you could bid in peace without the shit destroying your life. Yeah, see, I'm I'm part of like sneaker groups on Facebook, and these yeah. are like the weirdest niggas on the planet. I'm in I'm in a sneaker I'm in a, a Facebook group with like 1,200 people. Mm-hmm. Like Cinnamon Love is on there, Just Blaze, Little C's. Holy shit! Like this Little shit is C. like this shit is <laughs> Little C's is a moderator. Wow! Like this shit is you lit. gotta talk to Little C's to get yeah. added to the group. Yeah, like this shit is crazy, and niggas just go wild, and niggas be cracking on bitches, and you know, shitting on people. It's 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 fun, but it ain't no it ain't no dumb shit. And if you get too wild, niggas will kick you out. Mm. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Like I'm part of sneaker groups, and I hate them, <laughs> and they never have good deals. <laughs> shit is weird. But um, I guess everything's still going on. Yeah, as far for as sure. the Rona, uh, there are no major changes. Northern PA uh, counties opened up this past Friday, which means nothing because nobody lives there. Yeah. There's no humans in Northern Pennsylvania. Uh, so that was the first thing. And, you know, niggas being as dumb as they can be was like, oh, yeah, it's on the way. May 8th, we opening up. And I'm like, yeah, that doesn't apply to y'all. And uh, so far, we've been extended out for Philadelphia to June 4th, which been telling niggas for six, I, seven I, weeks. I, yo, I told y'all niggas June 1st. The other day they made the announcement that Sips is canceled for the season. And niggas went into a nigga uproar. <laughs> and I was I was like, how do y'all not know? Like, I, what were y'all thinking was going to happen? They thought that the Rona was going to be over and they was going to lift the quarantine and then... They was gonna go see NBA Young Boy on ice this summer, but or whatever the fuck they thought they was gonna go. But even see. when they lifted, you're you, you like we were talking about the other day in a group chat. Concerts where it's like 50, 60, 70,000 people, Done. it's not happening for maybe the next five to eight years. For sure. Yeah. And that's from the word of and, Live Nation. Yeah, and that's like the people. <laughs> yeah, that's not like us guessing. Yeah. This is like some real intricate information. And, and, and like, when, when you sit and think about that, you think about baseball games, football games, all of these things, they're just... No. No. One of my homegirls the other day, she actually went to a hospital in Brooklyn. And 
she went there. She worked for there for two days. Yeah. Like, you know, they're literally calling everybody, like, yeah. come help, come help. She said while she was there, 35 people died. Damn. Jesus. Crazy. Yeah, I think they said, I, I read earlier, was doing some re- pre-show research. We're now over 80,000 deaths for the mm-hmm. United States and counting. And it's basically, you're adding at a ticker of, like, 1,500 deaths a day. Mm-hmm. Like, it's crazy as all, but she literally, like, at that hospital, like, one hospital, 35 people died in two days. I just don't, I can't grasp how people just aren't paying attention. Like, they just opened up Georgia, and they haven't opened up any nightclubs, anything like that, and they got a spike of, like, a thousand people in a day. Yeah. So why the fuck would you even want to go to Sips? I mean, because people, their lives are in ruins. Because $5 drinks. Yeah. <laughs> and wings. <laughs> all right. That's like, all people got. It's $4 like, you call it. Like, I, don't, I don't think you really realize, yo, like, it's it's people out here, and this ain't a knock or a diss, but it's, it's really people out here who have, like, nothing to live for. So it's like, going to, to the bar is it. Yeah, they was looking forward to fucking... Uh, think about where you got to be at to be in the bar five times a night. Yeah. A week. Oh, I mean a week. Yeah, I'm sorry. Nice. A, a week. Yeah. Like, think about that. Like, when you in the bar Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, it's just like, you ain't got nothing that you like DVR'd? You know, like, <laughs> did, you, did you DVR work? Like, nothing that's just like, I'm a chill. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The quarantine literally been, what, two months at this point? Yeah, two we months. We two months yeah. in? Yeah. Yeah. People are freaking out. They're losing it. I gotta go do something. Yeah. I went down the other day to the drive to ride my bike. I'm telling you, it was so packed. I could, I left. I'm just, I'll come back later. Cause I'm like, I'm gonna run over a baby or something. Cause it just, it, <laughs> there are just too many people out here on the trail. They had to shut down the plat last weekend because it was just they had let it open for Saturday. And it was like thousands of people like, out there. Think about this for a quick second. They had to come back Sunday and close the shit. The city of Philadelphia had to step in and take the rims <laughs> from basketball courts. There's a, a barn right now with 100,000 <laughs> rims just sitting in it. So you know when the rims come back, they're going to be lopsided and shit. What This rim don't match. Like, they had to take the rims. Because motherfuckers wouldn't stop playing basketball. Yeah, that's real. Like, that's really wild as shit. That is shit. Really wild. Wait yeah. till the weather get real nice. They're going to ban charcoal. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, this is going to be in rare form. One bag of charcoal. <laughs> one bag of one charcoal bag for the summer. <laughs> They'll be marking niggas' hands. No, you already got oh, your charcoal. Shit. You got your charcoal. It says right here, you got your charcoal. May 24th. Yo, you get one bag of charcoal for the summer. <laughs> Yo. Yo, you wild as shit for that. I'm fucking still be fucking Girl, trying to you, use wood chips. You better make it last. <laughs> <laughs> and seriously, because as and I, I peeped it the other day while I was driving on the first of the month. Last Friday was the first. It was nice, dog. Every I'm talking about Broad Street was on fire. You know something else I can't understand? Why is every drive-through packed? Every single, every spilling single one. into the street, into the street. Yo, literally, like the Popeyes on uh Broad and where Kappa is. Bro, the Popeyes on uh seventy six in on Haverford and City. Line. Oh, I could believe that's always that shit be wrapped around the buildings, curling onto the sidewalk. Yo, I, I said, is, is is fucking Hulk Hogan in there shining <laughs> on like, What the fuck is this shit? This for? I'm talking about every single fast food, like. 
Chick-fil-A, uh, even the Burger Kings, White Castle, it don't matter where the fuck you go, every drive through is out into the street. And I'm like, what the fuck? Because the supermarkets are empty. Yeah. So it's like y'all going to buy all the food, but then the fast food places are like cracking ungodly. When you talk about the money the motherfuckers yeah. is making, my homeboy, from- my homeboy uh, said he knows the owner of uh, Sardi's on City Line Avenue, and he said he's literally making so much money he may never open like the dining room again. That's unbelievable. Even after the COVID, he's just like That's fuck, crazy. like straight takeout. He's like he's doubled his money. <laughs> It's crazy as shit. COVID nineteen wow. going on. Like, 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 think, think about, like, like, literally every fast food place I've rode past in the last week, whether I'm on a bike in a car on a bus, it don't matter. They're all packed. I can't believe this many people can't cook. I mean, this many people be in the bar five times a week. Man, it's wild, but yeah, that shit is the truth. And so, it's, so it's like you literally got people who literally go. You know, it, I, we were talking about the other day. I said, I know a lot of people who just throw chicken nuggets at their kids. That's really what their kids eat is chicken nuggets. You know what I'm saying? It's just what they do all the fucking time. So it's like a lot of people ain't even cooking on the strength. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like even when you go to the supermarket now, you know what be ran through? It'd be like the meat and like frozen shit. Yeah. The, the produce, all that shit be there. A lot of the finer meat, like the the bison burgers and fucking like filet mignon steaks, all that shit is sitting there. There's tons of that in there. Yeah, it definitely is. You can just go in there whenever and get, get that a stuff. bag of thirty four hundred party wings, though. Got it. Out of there! Out of there! <laughs> the ten dollar turkey wing bag that they put together, that shit is out of there. And it's just like, yeah, like it. I personally just don't understand the fast food lines being that long everywhere. It makes no sense to me whatsoever. But hmm. all over the city, I've seen it all this week. And then when he mentioned the thing about Sardis, I'm just like, yeah, I could believe it. I could hmm. honestly believe it. A lot of these places that are doing the takeout thing are making a lot of money because even when you go to like certain restaurants, you it's 15 people standing outside waiting for yep. food because yeah. you know you can't go in there and shit. Yeah. It's crazy. It's like one Chinese food restaurant open now and I just went just to take a break from cooking, and it was literally like 10 people outside. I can believe it. That's crazy. I told you, when I walked the memos last week, I was at the depot. I was like, I, I bought food. Memos but I'm like, was popping. I'm like, I want something hot. So I walked down the memos. Though, you, you couldn't eat. I'm glad, I'm glad I didn't drive because you couldn't pull into the parking lot. It was just that packed there. And wow. the, I told you, the chick came up and was banging on the window, like, why you got people waiting out here? And I'm just like, bitch, where you been at for the last six like weeks? She just got out of a fucking uh, time warp yeah. and shit. It's, it's wild, man. But the uh, I I personally, this is my wild ass prediction. We aren't going to events until September of twenty one. And I'm being nice when I say yeah, that. no, that's being generous. The I'm city really of Los Angeles generous. already chalked they shit. They're, they are the, chalked twenty. The, yeah. yeah, that was, but they chalked it six weeks ago. Like, oh yeah, yeah no, nah, we done. So I personally, like, all of the things, my, my sister even today was mentioning, like, I wonder if we'll be able to go to the beach this summer. And I'm like, eh. They opened the beaches in California for exercising and surfing only. You can't just loiter on the beach. Like, they oh, okay. are busting you upside your head and throwing you <laughs> off the beach. Have you seen the videos of them, like, beating niggas, yes. with, like, like, to get them to go in the house? And it's just like, 
Come on, yo. But then like, they got the other videos of them like handed like the NYPD handing people white people masks, like, here you go. Social distancing. There was safely. a video the other day in they Jersey City where head. they were like chasing the, the the they started beating the cops up and shit. <laughs> they were the cops showed up hey, and yo. started like chasing niggas down the street and like just the whole block just started meleeing it out with the cops. And I mean, like, dude was swinging the stick like it wasn't a stick. And he was cracking heads open with that jump. It was crazy as shit. And then you see the, the description in the video was like, uh, Jersey City Police. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Peace Department forcing residents inside for social distancing. And I'm just like, so nobody got smoked? <laughs> like, this is ridiculous. They pulled up with the riot gear on and nobody died. I thought they was like looking for somebody who killed a cop. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, my God. They was out there cracking heads over for, for that social distancing. And I'm just like, yo, the streets is ridiculous, man. Yeah, this shit is crazy, man, because it's like, yo, you look at, like, my whole thing is, how this is going to go, you got to take cues from the biggest and most important cities in the country. Mm -hmm. That's going to tell you how we're going to proceed. So if Los Angeles say we ain't going to no concerts, we ain't going to no concerts. If New York City we ain't say we ain't going to shit until I don't know when, right. talk to you in six weeks, and maybe <laughs> I'll have an answer, then that's what I'm going with. Like, And the respective governors, Governor Newsom and Cuomo, have handled this shit better than anybody yeah. else I've seen throughout this whole process. They've been constantly available, giving updates, being transparent, giving information. So it's like, hey, if I can't trust one of these guys at this point, I don't know who the fuck to listen to. I'm definitely not listening to the thought that works at insert bar right. name here that just making up days of... When the state I've realized a lot of that too. Like people just making Somebody shit. Somebody just blatantly told me the other day, yeah, May twenty fifth, we back open. I said, there's no information on that. Honestly, you could look at what Congress is doing right now. Like I don't know if people notice this. They're but trying to give more money away. They're trying to give more <laughs> money away, and they're talking about retroactive payments from March and April. So that tells you shit is fucked up. We're right. not going nowhere anytime soon. Right. I'll lay it out for y'all. My my uh, my homie Ronnie. Uh, he's the manager of uh, used to be Vanity Grand. And now Sin City or whatever They Once all the COVID-19 shit happened Whatever whatever. When the official shutdown came He got furloughed Cause it's like Yo it ain't no point of you Coming back to work We can't open the club Whatever Cool So he applies for unemployment He got approved in 24 hours Start filing his weekly claims Start getting paid He's getting paid his weekly salary Which was He was maxed out Plus an additional 600 a week So he's making roughly the same Or more money than he made Actually going to work his girl was working as a server at Chickies and Pete's in uh, the airport. So bumping, making crazy money, like sixteen to eighteen hundred a week. She got furloughed the following, I want to say Monday or something like four days after he did. She put her claim in the same day. It's still not approved as of today. So within that four-day period, that's how backed-up unemployment has gotten, and they can't get through these claims to process people, even though it's guaranteed approval. But if they can't get to your fucking it's, file, it's you ain't yeah, getting. An, so it's like in a four day period, that many more people flooded the system to where it shut the shit down. And basically now they're approving like a couple hundred people a day and they were doing instant claim approvals 
within 24 hours. Crazy as shit. New York State is telling you that they'll call you back in 72 hours, and they're not even calling people back because they can't <laughs> get to everybody. Like, yeah. it's, it's so fucked up. Yeah. Like, and then you look at, like, <clears throat> like you said, the fact that they're trying to give away more money, it's like, y'all not going nowhere. Yeah. Republicans, like, like, Republicans don't want to give money for anything. No. But they're on board, like, yo, we got to. Like, Trump and them, like... <sighs> How about another twelve hundred? <laughs> <laughs> like, they talk about two stacks a month. For I mean, anybody that make under a buck twenty, <laughs> like they, every American, yeah. not many Americans it's be it Bentley is. trucks <laughs> everywhere. I already straight up said it. Yo, I said, listen, I listen, said they approved me for two thousand a month. I'm getting a been taken. I, I, I <laughs> Call said, it what you will. I said it at my job. I'm like, right <laughs> now, me and Lee are blessed to where we're we're getting our full salaries. I'm like, they haul off and give us four stacks a month. I'm getting a Ferrari. <laughs> Suck my dick. I don't even care. It's like, who cares? I'm straight getting a Ferrari. If they just haul off and give Yo, me a free four a month, when, when I put thirty two hundred on a Ferrari for at least. Fuck my, it. When I was talking to my guy the other day, he was telling me. He said, "Man, listen. He said I'm going car shopping later today with one of our, one of my homies. He said at this point, if you still getting a check." And you have a verifiable social security number, pick out some shit. Real nigga, shit. you getting whatever the fuck you want. You Duh. still got money coming in every week Duh. and 13 million people are unemployed? Duh. Yes, yeah, real shit. Duh. I'm Let's mad I bought a car land, last year. I'm so mad I bought Yo, a car last year. Duh. Lexus, truly a Lexus straight hit me up because I went to go get my oil changed or whatever. Lexus straight hit me like two weeks ago was like, are you interested in trading your car in for the for the, the 2020 0% financing rate? And I'm just like, I wasn't, but I might slide <laughs> up to work if y'all open. Like, real talk. It's like, you could literally just do it. Like, I think the housing market is next. You'll be able to get a house for like $8. It's, a, it's just what it is. Oh, it's like everything's going to fall apart just on the stream. You, when you got 6 million people filing for unemployment in a week. Think about people who own multiple properties, 10, 11, 12, 15 properties and shit like that. And the federal government said people don't have to pay rent for 90 days or however, 120 days, however long. And it's nothing you can do about it. And the mortgage companies, I just found this shit out. The mortgage companies aren't furloughing payments. Mm. Unless you are like Grant Cardone and you got a billion dollars in real estate, they're not furloughing shit because they debt position is, well, we'll just take the fucking property. You, you miss Did y'all hear about the people who have like multiple um, Airbnbs and they had all these cancellations and now they can't make their payments? So on the all, house. Yeah. So all them houses, like them shit's going back to the bank. Like, wow. niggas is going to be fucked up yep. out here. And the thing is, it's like we said a couple weeks ago when we first started talking about this shit, nobody set aside any Nothing. money. Nobody Nothing. set aside yeah. shit. I had this conversation yesterday they with somebody. They was literally using the fucking Airbnb revenue to go get another property and to go get another. Yep. Not thinking that, oh, this is never going to end. We are literally in the worst economic downturn since the Great Depression. Might be worse than that. Like, I'm literally happy that nobody in my immediate circumference like lost their job or got furloughed or like none of that shit nobody's asked me to borrow any money i'm like i know it's coming like it's going to be like a seventh like, person down the line removed that's going to need excuse me. a quick 500 read, or something but read, so far nothing i read the other day that they said the unemployment rate could easily hit 45 percent and it's like if it, if it hits that, this is worse than the Great Depression. I believe it. And it's it, you're not gonna believe it because of YouTube and like ICE and you know 
Drake songs and just all of this shit to go on. It's not. It's like too glitz and glamoury yeah. in your face for you to really understand it. But it's just like, yeah, yo, people are really, really like. I saw a video the other day where the, the girl was just straight flat out crying. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's really, really like hysteria for for think, some people. Think about cities that were already like economically devastated already. Cleveland, Ohio, Dayton, Ohio, uh, Detroit, Michigan, Flint, Michigan. Like, uh, uh, what's that other horrible-ass city in Michigan? It's Flint, Detroit, and it's a third one. Grand Rapids? Grand Rapids. That's what I was thinking, too. Fucking where Floyd is from. It's like, you look at all of those places that were already economically fucked up, don't even have good drinking water. Mm. Like, there's... Nothing going on other than like Dan Gilbert building up downtown, but it's like you go five minutes this way or that way, it's shit. And it's like, yeah, like you take that and then add a fucking pandemic and an economic crisis on top of it, and you're gonna have cities going bankrupt. Yeah, yeah, real talk. It's, it's, Mitch was Mitch was saying that he should they should allow uh, <laughs> cities to um, go bankrupt, like literally just like not pay their debts. Who said this? Mitch McConnell. Oh. I just am a crazy Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> um, nah, I like the head of the sin. Yeah. Yeah. Allow them to go bankrupt for what, though? Not to, to not pay their debts. Like, I mean, to, like, you know. Yeah. That's just what to saying. get out of this shit. Yeah. yeah. That's terrible. Your government is like, fuck it. Man. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it. Man. <laughs> What are we gonna do? Yeah, that's <laughs> crazy as shit. You go to your your like your leading government officials for like answers and like you know some type of like, something, and no. they just like I mean the bull. Like, Man, fuck you, gonna be tell you. Real suck. And 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 it's so scary because I was saying the other day I don't. It's scary thinking about where it could end. Because there's no ending in sight. No. So it's like, damn, how bad anybody that's making it seem like they got a handle on this shit either is just uninformed or just like being an eternal optimist because Mm -hmm. there are no economic indicators. There's no social indicators. There's no leadership indicators that we are anywhere near the end of this shit. And people just keep trying to just downplay this shit and just make it like especially black folks in particular, are just trying to downplay this shit. and like, oh, this shit going to be over in a couple more. No, it's not. They just can't tell y'all to chalk the summer because y'all are going to riot. One of, one of my homegirls the other day, she, um, <clears throat> when they said, what was the new tentative day? June 4th. June 4th. She hit me and was like, damn, yo, you wasn't lying because, like, what the hell happened to May 8th? And I'm like, they cannot tell y'all. <laughs> Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. November of 21. <laughs> they can't say like, that. I don't, like, at the end of the day, we're going to be in this shit at minimum till March of 2021. I, like, I and just... then after that, life should start to be getting back to normal. But we're still not going to have shows. We're still not going to ha- be able to get together with 25, 30 people. But so minimum, this lockdown shit, we're going to be here for the next year. I, honestly, I like how I always said, like, October, November, I'm leaning now towards, like, everything for 21. Yeah. Like, where we're at now, we're going to be there 21. And, you know, get a bike because you I mean, ain't going to the, the day, gym. You can look at 
the Spanish flu. Like, history repeats itself. You know, Great Depression, Spanish flu. That was 100 years ago. Yeah. We're dealing with the same shit over again. So look at what, how long they had to deal with shit. Look at old pictures. Like, you'll, you'll see old pictures of people in football stadiums wearing masks two, three years after the, the Spanish flu. So we're dealing with that same shit. So just, you know, look at history and yeah, see what it we're is. Looking at, we're, we're looking at repeating history in an era where travel and contact and all of that is so much more rampant right. and so much more rapid to where it's like, I could get on a plane now and be in fucking Japan in 12, 14 hours, some shit like that. If I leave from Cal- probably less, if I leave from California, yeah. like, so it's like the fact that that can happen and that travel is like you, still going you, you on. You got niggas like the baby doing three shows in three different cities in one day. You yeah. know what I mean? So like, that's how disease fucking spreads. Right. And this is how we end up where we are, where it's like, you know, you have certain government officials that think r- way different than the, the overall group. And they're just like, no, fuck that. We opening our shit up. We going to we gonna survival with the fittest. And it's like, yeah, a thousand more people get sick in the first fucking day. Now what? Yep. That's an outside incident. It can't, it, can't, <laughs> it can't keep spreading like this. Yes, it actually can. It can. It can. As bad as things were going, the Hornets showed up. And I, I don't... I, <laughs> I don't even know what to say about this. It's just like, at this point, 2020 is like one big plague. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. They, I saw a, a, a meme the other day that said, you've reached May 2020's level five of Jumanji. Yo, real <laughs> tough. Yo, real shit. Like, that's how it feels. I saw somebody the other day was like, all right, um, whoever's playing Jumanji, please finish the damn game. <laughs> like, this shit is getting crazy out here. Yeah, um, the fucking murder hornets have yeah. reached North America. Nobody knows how they got there. Yeah, like, where did they come from? Asia, right? Asia. So they just flew across the Pacific, I guess? Probably just put them in a box, sent them, <laughs> <laughs> them to Canada. Like, toilet paper not getting here. How the fuck did the Hornets get here? Yeah, that's crazy as shit, man. 20's a mess. It's, it's really only, like, 10 days into the fifth month yeah. of 20. So what's that biggest, like 40% into the 37% year? 37%. <laughs> into the fucking year? Shit, you said that shit best the other day. Kobe Bryant and his daughter got, like, Died killed. in a tragic helicopter crash, and that's not, like, top two or three most drawling things of the year right yeah. now. And it's still seven months of the year to go. Andre Harrell just died. Fred the Godson just died. Betty Wright just died. Betty Wright just died. You know, when I little saw... Little Richard died. When I saw... Rara Peter, Little Richard. When I saw Betty Wright, I read it wrong. You thought Betty White? I thought it was Betty White. And I'm like, oh, Lord, Jesus. And then I saw it was Betty Wright. And I'm like, uh, still. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's just like, damn. Like, yeah, you're right. I completely forgot about Fred Got Fred Gonson. How about it? Yeah, like... Damn, I... Yes. Crazy, right? How about that, too? Uh, did Andre Harrell pass on, like... Uh, Friday night. No, I mean like on natural. No, we don't know. Was, we don't know. Yeah, I, I was. They were saying suspected of like some effects of COVID nineteen. That's crazy. The crazy thing about COVID, they said it's like inducing heart attacks and strokes. Yeah. So yeah. we don't even know anything about this fucking disease. Yeah, or this it's, virus. It's, it's affecting people's brain function, all type of shit. It's way worse than they originally thought. And the wildest <laughs> part about all of this is like, you go to the hospital and like your peoples can't even be there. Right, you gotta just literally buy yourself. So she was saying the other day, like they, like they had, like she had like a list of mm. family she had to call. Damn, 
Like, that's how wild it is. Like, a list with, like, 20 people. Like, yeah, all right, wow. call him. Yeah, your son died. All right, yeah, your aunt died. Yeah, yeah, your grandmother. Like, just going just down super the list. impersonal. It, she was like, literally, it's, it, you can't be there. So it's like, you die, nobody... She's like, I'm literally in there holding patients' hands as they're dying. And, like, even that is, like, impersonal because you got on 100 layers. So... It's bugged out what they're doing with the bodies. Just tossing them. Like, just really just throwing them in, like, a fridge. Or... It's like Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Like, they're just getting rid crazy. of it. Then you can't even have a normal funeral. So it's like, in that case, it's just like, yeah, cremate them and, you know, here, y'all want the, the urn? You know what I mean? It'd be like five, ten people there max. Yeah. Sheesh. Crazy, yo. Like, and y'all really don't, like, get it. That, that to me, is the scariest part. Like, drop... Yo... When I tell you, so Friday the 1st, I was driving a bus. We aren't supposed to have more than 20 people on the bus because the front is all closed off. You get on in the back, getting off in the back. They shut the four down. They shut the 16, I mean the uh, 32 down. So on the other side of City, Broad Street, City Hall down to like uh, Broader Washington, you're the only bus running, the 27. When I tell you it was 10 to 12 people on every corner and... You know, I'm passing people because you you can't have more than twenty on a bus. But it's like it's drawing because if somebody wants to get off, excuse me, at the back door, you got you open the back door. People getting off. I literally had forty people on a bus the other day. Like I'm and I, I don't know if y'all saw that picture online where it was like people all over top of each other in the back of the bus. Yeah. That's exactly what it looked like. And I'm driving, looking at it like, yo, this shit is so drawing right now. Like what the fuck? So then I had a situation. This one old dickhead. I always deal with him. He wanted to get on in the front because he's, like, elder or whatever. So I'm like, all right. He gets on. He starts folding down the seats in the front. I'm like, oh, you can't sit in the front. You got to go back behind the drum. Right. I ain't going back. There's little niggas back there. I'm like, hey, look, hey, I'm telling you, <laughs> you can't be up here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so <laughs> me and him started going at it. And, I like, I'm like, fam, I see you all the time. Like, I pick you up all the time. We never have an issue. What, what's the issue today? He's like, what, you trying to make an issue? I'm like, all right, that's it. Like, <laughs> I'm about to see yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, I get off the bus because I'm like, I don't even want to drive right now or whatever. I, and I get off the bus. He like, go ahead, get off the bus. I don't care. I don't got nowhere to go. And I'm like, no shit. This is the point of like, this is the problem. Wow. Why are you out this? You're like, you just out here to cause problems and be on weird shit. And the supervisor, he was like, yeah, man, just drop them off. Like, you see people waiting at the stop. Just drive in the middle of the block and let whoever off want to get off. And I mean, like, I'm driving past stops and people are, like, banging on the windows trying to get on the bus. Wow. Like, like apes. And majority of them have no place to go. No way. Dog, there's, there's, this is the crazy part. I go to the mall. Some of me and mall from downtown. By the time you get, because the mall is closed. You get to the mall, there, there's no one on the bus. And it's just like, y'all just going to random places in between here and then, like, you know what I'm saying? Because no, the mall is closed. Yeah. So there's nothing I mean, open. I mean, Germantown and Apsley. There's <laughs> nothing open. Up random They're hood. just going to random I'm places. still bugging out about the picture of the dude on top of the bus. <laughs> like, what the fuck was oh, the, the story about I'm about to tell you. So shout out Jared, because I know Jared listen to this shit. My man Jared. We sitting last week. We, mind you, we, we had three weeks like where we just was chilling in the depot. So we did the impromptu picking. The three runs we got are the six, the sixty, and the twenty-seven. The six goes Chad no the six, Broughtonly to Sheltonham Mall, right from Girls High at Broughtonly up to Sheltonham Mall. It's quick, it's like eighteen minutes. Then we got the sixty, which is 
insanity. It goes up and down Allegheny from 35th to Port Richmond through Kensington, all that shit. And then we got the 27, which is shit I always pick, which is like white folks and everybody has sense and, you know, people pay and shit. So I, I picked the 27. I don't got time for none of that other shit. Jared trying to get the days off he wants takes the nightliner on a 60. And we, me and my man Tet, like, nigga, why? And he like, it's the nightliner. It can't be that bad. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> it's a 60. And he like, man, I only work at midnight to 8 in the morning. It ain't going to be that bad. Dog, he went out there on Tuesday because he, he's off Sunday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. He went out there Tuesday and then Wednesday morning. He's like, I'm coming through Kansas Allegheny. The nigga getting chased by somebody. He pulls up in front of the bus and he like, yo, 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 call the cops. He like, yeah, I ain't, I ain't getting into whatever you got going on. He's like, man, fuck that. Call the cops. I ain't moving. And he's like, man, get out the way. He's like, the people on the bus start snapping. Like, man, get the fuck out the way. He's like, fuck that. Ain't none of y'all going nowhere. Pulled the bike rack down and started climbing up the front of the bus. And was like, call the white shirts. <laughs> I ain't going oh nowhere. My God. And was sitting on top of the bus. My man Jared called me like, yeah, I'm done with this shit, man. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, no, I can't believe you went out there. And it's just like, that's really what you did dealing with in some of these neighborhoods like these people don't give a flying fuck about coronavirus or covid or dinner you know what i'm saying or like washing clothes they don't give a fuck so it's like you got that aspect to it on top of all the other nonsense like i literally said it the other day everybody i know who's essential because that's what they consider these buses running yeah. essential who needs an alarm in the morning when mcdonald's has sausage egg and cheese mcgriddles and a breakfast cutoff. Ba da ba ba ba. Life essential services that can all get to hospitals and major places. Everybody I know who's essential has a car. Think about how many essential workers don't have a car. What SEPTA driver or do you at know? Least a damn Uber or Lyft account. Yeah. What SEPTA driver do you know that's not, you know, upside down on a Yukon? You know what I'm saying? Like they everyone, every, they all got Yukon Excels and shit. Everybody has a car. Every nurse, every police officer, everyone has a car. So when y'all put the buses on the street and then be like, yeah, it's free. The bums is like, yes, that that's it. Yeah. That's all you're doing is transporting bums up and down the street. People with with eight suitcases yeah. of just junk. They're not going anywhere. They're just going up and down the street. It's the craziest shit I've ever seen in my life. Wow. I'm saying when I got the brochure down that I couldn't believe it. Looking around, I'm like, what the fuck? Like it was really like 10 to 12 homeless motherfuckers on every corner. Just going up and down Broad Street. And then the nutty part is the subway you have to pay. So no one's going down there. <laughs> subway, wow. subway is empty. You would think the foot was down there. <laughs> Nobody's down there. That's insane. The, but the buses is free, so they all up top just being the fuck annoying. This That's shit is crazy. Yeah. I, the, no bullshit. The other day, I pulled up the Broad and Arch, pouring down rain, like pouring rain. I come down... Broad, I come. I, you, we come up the expressway where Hahnemann is, bang the right, coming down. As I get the broad and arch, I look behind, like where the, because it was a truck part and I couldn't see it. I see a lady waving her hand. It's a guy in a wheelchair and he don't got no arms. So I'm just like, all right, well, you know, not like he could flag me down. You know what I'm saying? So she's flagging me down. So I, I stop and I, I open the door and I'm just like, do he want to come on? She starts pulling the wheelchair off of the curb, like sideways, trying to pull him into the street. Because I can't even get to the curb because of the truck. 
She's pulling him off the curb. The wheelchair tips over. Boom. Now he's laying in the street. It's pouring down rain. He doesn't have arms. So I'm just like, I know I'm supposed to pull off right here. You know what I'm saying? And just yeah. go ahead about my business. This is my last trip. You know what I'm saying? I got some wings. I'm like, I just, I'm just ready to get out of here. But I got a heart. So I'm just like, no, nah, go pick him up. You know what I'm saying? I got gloves and mask and all that shit on. So I'm like, whatever. I get off the bus. I open. It was me and a white dude on the bus. One white dude in the back of the bus. So I open both doors. The white boy gets off. I'm thinking he come to help me. He jumped over the motherfucker the wheelchair. Like I gotta go. I gotta catch my train. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he goes. Later, darkies. Later, darkies. Real shit. Oh he God. out of here. So I'm like, what the fuck? And so I, I, I bend down, help him up, pick him up, whatever, whatever. Me and the lady like, oh, my God, I can't believe I tipped him over, you know, whatever, whatever. He don't got no arms and no legs, you know what I'm saying, in a wheelchair and shit. But he got, like, the little joystick that he can control or whatever. Yeah. So, finally, arranging, mind you, it's pouring down. I mean, like, fucking when when Jody gave Yvette the little kid on Baby Boy raining. Like, it's pouring raining. Oh, my God. <laughs> So finally, get him on the bus. We're on Broad and Arch. So I'm like, yo, where you going? He's like, I'm going to Chestnut. I'm like, man, what the fuck, man? Like, come on. <laughs> like, that's really what it is. They yeah. just outside just going to be at Chestnut. Chestnut, two blocks. Yeah. Like, put your shit in neutral and roll to Chestnut. <laughs> like, what? Like, but that's really what you're dealing with right now. Just anything outside. It's the craziest thing on earth. Yeah, the best it, part about that story is the white man getting real waspy on you. Yo, <laughs> he, he got back. I'm telling you. He 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 fucking Tyrone Lude. And he jumped over him and was oh, like, I'm man. out. I got to catch my train. I'm you like. Got time for this shit. Yeah. Come out of here. It's all bad out there on the bus Friday right now, night. Man. I got a $38 hooker coming over. Yo, the guy's got me fucked up. <laughs> I'm out of here. The, um, <laughs> what I was about to say, uh, is there anything else with COVID? That I don't think. I think we've smashed COVID to death today. We got the Hornets. What else is happening in this year? Oh, we talked about the celebrity deaths that have recently happened. Little Richard. You'd be surprised how many people our age like have no concept of who Little Richard is. Really? Or, the inventor yeah. of rock and roll. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, like, yeah, like you, you'd be surprised. Like, it's really like, we talk about it all the time where people, if it's not going on in their like mm. three block radius. How do you not know Little Richard though? I, easy. When you listen to 42 Doug all day, they don't even be knowing who Biggie is. So it's not like shocking. You know what I'm saying? I've never met anybody who doesn't know who Biggie is. You're a, a DJ and shit. So it's like, I'm telling you, there are people who... You're engulfed who, in music culture. Yeah, there are people who really, really, like, don't know, like, the history of music. That's not a wild I mean, I can thing. see that. So it's like, yeah, like, people legit didn't know who Lil Rich... They, they saw him on Martin. Yeah. You know what I'm sense. saying? He was just the funny dressed exterminator on Martin in their eyes. Like, you know what I'm saying? The funny dressed Seriously. They have no idea about him and all his battles and every like they have no clue. But like Little Richard was there for all of that shit. Yeah. Like all of that. Like Little Richard was narrating the 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 uh, Zola Taylor and fucking what is that? The Frankie Lyman uh, movie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Little Richard is just you know he did this, the 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 uh, my fault. Somebody text me, please. Weird. <laughs> uh, they text yeah, like what type of <laughs> Caucasian <laughs> porn are y'all sending each other? Call is that? 
<laughs> Somebody, some chick sent me this um, this video of a of a young lady singing. I wonder what's inside of your butthole. <laughs> you got some strange shit going on over there, boy. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, Little Richard did the theme song for the Magic School Bus. Like, he did all kinds of shit. You know what I'm saying? It's just like... Well, Rich is an icon, man. Yeah, like, people don't know who Andre Harrell is. They don't... They they just they just have no clue. Like, real talk. It, it sounds crazy, but it's like, yeah, they really, really, like... They don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like... Eh, it's one of them things. Uh, You want to go into the battles or you want to go into 6-9? I want to talk about Danny. It's on you. Uh, <clears throat> this should be an interesting conversation. Unfortunately, um, the, the rat known as Daniel Hernandez was released from prison. I love this guy. Two months ago. And uh, he has, you know, been popping up here and there on the gram, making little comments here and there in people's lives and on people's posts and stuff like that. I but he thought it, like, wasn't him. <laughs> I thought, he, thought, thought it was like I some, thought he had just like uh, some, some like, guy with the account, like uh, snacks the account. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I didn't think it was actually him. So yeah, so he's been inching out on the internet the last few weeks, and then um, you know he he busted out on Friday. He had his big IG live reveal, and um, he put out a new video, and uh, I fucking hate him. And it's like a situation where I'm good with all of the trolling and the slick talking and all of that. All of that's cool. I don't like the fact that he's trying to paint this picture as if somebody victimized him and that he didn't take part or actually push the envelope on almost all of the bullshit that he got into. I didn't see Shoddy in that video telling him to put 30 grand on Chief Keith's head. That was him by himself. I didn't see him saying, oh, this is horrible when he was recording Shoddy and the other nigga beating niggas up and strong arm robbing them in fucking Brooklyn. He was holding the camera and laughing about it. And then he put the shit in the song. Like, so all of these different events that transpired and took place, it's like he just wants us to erase all of this shit that he caused out of our memory banks. Him trying to start a fight with fucking YG and Slim 400 at Complex Con last year because he knew he had the Israeli National Guard with him that was fucking going to kill everybody out in front of the fucking uh, Inglewood Arena if they would have did anything to him. So it's just like all of this revisionist history and how he's trying to paint this picture is disgusting. And the fact that like the United States government and 10K Projects and Daniel Hernandez are all getting together to make snitching cool and to program this whole generation of 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 year olds that listen to his music because no real rap fans are listening to him um are trying to program these kids that like do the right thing snitch no matter what it is you can come back from it and be successful a lot of them all has snitched oh true you know and and that and that's the joint where it's like when you look at I think there's 83% of federal convictions come from like informant and testimony it's like that ain't just a young 13 year That ain't like a him, a him problem. It's, yeah, I but think, Sammy the Bull is not on Instagram Live no, 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 talking no, no, no. slick to the rappers that he was beefing with. No, I, I, I'm not <laughs> vouching for that. You know, I, I, mind you, this world don't even really affect me, so it's just like whatever. But it's like, I think he knew. It sounds crazy, 
But I think the little nigga just had a master plan. And we've talked about it before. He was going to come home and be more successful than he was going in. It's sure. just and and everybody can be mad at it as much as you want. Like I can understand. Oh, being, I'm not. I'm not mad at his success. No, I'm no, no, no. I'm talking the, about his ethos. The na- I, I, yeah, the narrative. Yeah, like yeah. as as mad as you are, and as mad as you like, I tell, I don't care. So it's like I can understand you being upset with it because why the fuck would you do that? You know, whatever, whatever. But when I sit and I look back and I'm just like. All of the like Frank Lucas has a movie that he helped with about him, and the, the shit is based around him snitching. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just like yeah. Alpo drops a new documentary every 25 days. It's just, it's what it is, and it's just like all of these mob dudes who go on Lifetime and TLC and Netflix and do all these exposés and Michael Francis does like a speaking engagements every and, week. Yeah, and it's just like. I think the little nigga just knew, yeah, I'm going to come out here, I'm going to act the fool with them, and it's going to be popping on the gram, and when it fall down, fuck them, and I'm going to come back and be more popping, and it's just, it's crazy as fuck, but that's really what happened. It's disgusting because... It's terrible, uh, but it's... You went on Instagram Live on Friday, and you popped all of this shit, and y'all niggas is losers, and y'all pussies, and this and that, and nobody ain't going to do nothing to me, and as soon as your safe house... And Long Island got exposed. The National Guard had to come and move your bitch ass. Yeah, I thought it was crazy that they had him in New York. Right in Ella. That was crazy. That is, that is really crazy. Like that's you, the hiding in plain sight. Like shit. yeah, like you from Penrose, you tell you come and get your pick. You like Barcher Village. You like wait, you got that in Delaware. Goddamn, it's like, literally. That was but you know what? I mean, Long they, Island is for, far enough to where it's like they took him from Bushwick, I'm not mad Brooklyn that. to yeah. Long Island. Like, that's pretty terrible. I ain't mad at that. Niggas in Brooklyn ain't going to Long Island. So my thing is <laughs> so, somehow the house got showed up at my thing is if he would have came out of jail and been, you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, con- contrite about his role and what happened and all of that shit. And he would have made different type of music. I would have been with it. Cool. Do whatever fuck you want. The fact that he's making literally the same exact aggressive gangster music that he made before. When you are in fact not an aggressive gangster, it's confusing me, and I'm bothered by that shit. Here, here's the problem with the the real nigga rhetoric. Like I'm the realest nigga in the room. On the internet, it's like it's just not gonna work. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like the inner. Like I don't know if you've seen like his fans. They adore him. Oh yeah. But so, six-year-old white kids but this with is, but, fucking but, unicorn tattoos. But this is how he makes money, though. And this is why, like, I think his video has, like, 75 million views. In, in two like, days. Yeah, so it's like... It ain't broke, just don't fix it. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it, like, he might as well just go with the same formula. He's not gonna, like, lose... Some, somehow, some way, he's doing more views on his joints than, like, everybody else. So it's like... But there's a theory that those are fucking... Bots that are being pushed I, to manipulate and create the narrative that he's a bigger artist than what he is. I agree with you 100%. I've seen the whole bot breakdown, and it's like. I, 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 my thing Three is. Three weeks like, ago, Drake getting on Tory Lane's live and 400,000 people showing up was a big deal. How the fuck did this rat do 2 million and he doesn't have a song that sold more than a million copies? 
Where did these people come from? I agree. It, it, that, could, is, that is kind of shady. I agree. It could have been some goofiness behind it, but he 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 got it and like can put it out. You know, it's like the equivalent of like buying albums back in the day. It's like we all know it was happening, but the shit sold six mils or whatever. <laughs> like, that's kind of the way they act with the shit. So it's like, yeah, I understand being totally upset at his ethos and everything else, and the fact that like you know niggas had to go to jail and niggas gonna be away from their families and shit like that. I think there was a problem all the way around. Like a, a, oh, there's a, a systemic problem. A to- no, I'm not even talking about that, like the snitching shit. I'm talking about like with them having him around. No, that's and- what I'm saying. Their system. Yeah. Not the economy, but their system of the fact that he was even around. But knowing what I know about him and how DJ Academics talks about him and says that all he does is sit in the house all day and think of like weird scenarios and well, if they say this, and I'm going to say this, and then if Meek Mill say this, then I'm going to say, well, why you think about me? You got a newborn baby. It's like, that's all the fuck he does is just sit. He's. Do you think that Shoddy is smarter than Daniel Hernandez from the limited times you've seen Shoddy? Do you at, think he has a... He's, he's, at the internet shit? At Hell anything. No. Hell no, not at the internet shit. Fuck no. So if anything, I think he manipulated them. In, in his favor, he knew... That's, that's what I kind of was getting. I'm like, I think he just had a master plan from Jump Street. Yeah, I think he manipulated them in the don't like... Nobody heard nothing about this. This blood set is like the oldest blood set in history in New York. I didn't hear shit about them until he got with them. What blood set are they? Non-Trey. Well, Jim Jones was mentioning them. Right, but you didn't hear nothing about, like, anything past, like, a nightclub fight. You didn't hear nothing about them getting it. Like, we knew Jimmy was running around New York beating up all the bouncers and club owners and shit like that. He got banned from every club. That's well known. But aside from that, we didn't hear nothing about the non-Trey Bloods until the last three years of him and them together. Now, all of a sudden, it's this big... That shit was some neighborhood shit. They was they're not a big gang that a lot of people know about. They just an old gang. But this motherfucker literally told on every member of the fucking gang. And nobody's not gonna do nothing about it. Like, no, he's not gonna get punched in the face. He at least gotta get punched in the face. Please. Somebody. Anybody. I hear shit like that, and I wonder like if he was just like a mole from the beginning. That's where I'm. I, I wasn't thinking like that at first, but like, cause people been saying that for two years. Like he was planning. It, it it it's starting to feel that way. Cause it's just like, yo, you got this little. Yes, we knew Jim Jones, all that shit. But aside from that, like they wasn't dropping bodies and shit like that. Like Mel, the fucking Dipset Bird Gang shit fell out in two thousand and seven. That deal that Jimmy had at Warner and all that for Mel Matrix and Stack mm. Bundles and Max B and all that shit. Max went to jail for a million years. Stack got murdered. Mel went back to being a fucking gangster. We didn't hear nothing about the non-trade bloods. Now, all of a sudden, you get this little Mexican kid with rainbow hair that get with them now. They're supposed to be the biggest gang in the universe. And then in a year, it's over. Like, everybody goes to jail. This motherfucker tells on everybody. And because let's, people also are forgetting... It's not like he just was some concerned citizen and just was like, yo, these motherfuckers is doing X, Y, Z. He had charges of his own. Hmm? He was complicit in everything that was going on. Yeah, this motherfucker but- straight up said, I sold a brick of heroin. Yeah. He did a year in jail. Yeah. The narrative of, like, it's it's so <laughs> wild watching, like, the, and this is what I was saying to, to y'all the other day. It's like, the internet, none of those 
rules apply. It, Not with these it's people. It's the Wild Wild West. Nobody it, gives it, a fuck. All that real nigga shit is just out the window on the internet. And that's why I be saying, like, you almost can't even go on there with that mindset. No. Like, you can have right. it and you can carry it as far as how you look at yourself. But going on the internet with it, you're going to lose every, every time. time. Because the internet just... It, literally, I, I, I looked at the comments. Because, mind you, I was at work. I didn't even know that he was doing the live yeah, shit. Yeah. People started sending this shit. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And they like, the, the bull 6'9", da-da-da-da-da-da. And chicks were sending it. I'm just like, the fuck is happening? And then I text y'all, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And you're like, oh, yeah, he on uh, live going at it, talking about Meek. And I'm just like, wait, what? And it's just like, I I looked at the comments, and it was so many people in the comments like, so what would y'all niggas do if they was trying to fuck your baby mom and kill you and kidnap you? And I'm just like, this is wild as shit. <laughs> <laughs> The fact that that is now the narrative is just like, man, they was violating you uh, while you was out here. So how the fuck you gonna hold it down? And did it? And I'm just like, I just hate that pitch because it's, it's like, a because like motherfuckers almost using like the Nikki Barnes pitch, it's exactly, like the Guy yeah. Fisher shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Guy Fisher starts smashing his chick, and that's when he told whatever, whatever. Yeah, Nikki Barnes was such a bitch ass nigga. He told over niggas fucking his side chick. Like, that motherfucker told everybody, all right, y'all can fuck my wife, my side bitch, y'all going too far now. I'm telling on everybody. I was about to have a via anonymous uh, <laughs> quote, but I was keeping it on everybody. Like, um, but yeah, so that that's the that's the pitch. Like, yo, what would y'all do? And it's just like. Awesome snitch lovers. <laughs> I saw in the, in the comments, motherfuckers was like, man, y'all y'all falling apart after three weeks in quarantine. No way y'all doing 50 years for niggas. And I'm like, this is wild. <laughs> this is just a wild place. Wild. So it's like, really wild. That, my biggest thing is, I wonder how much of this is like generational though. That's another thing too. Is like, I can understand it because we got old heads and everything like that. Yeah. And it just, you know, like, it, I, I don't like talking about it, but I, at one point in my life, was locked up, right now, yeah. and I got locked up on the account of somebody else, and I and I don't be outside like, oh, I ain't ratting. Right. Like, I just, I ain't a tattletale, and I knew I was complicit in the goofy shit. So, if if it, whatever, we whatever. We gotta take a fall, we gotta take a fall. But I literally sat in there, and they was asking me all these questions, and I'm just like, like, I'm not about to be that, boy, that's just, that's gonna end bad, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, whatever, but I can understand the, the ethos of it. My problem with y'all with the ethos of it is you can't come on Al Gore's internet with, <laughs> with these people yeah. and think that you're going to win trying to explain to them about how you handle it or how you move or what. what Because these these white kids and uh, th- these people who went, went, like how you said NBA Youngboy has the most views and shit, these people who are watching this shit, they don't know anything about your ethos or how yeah. you maneuver and yet like they don't give a flying fuck about that. I literally saw Joan the other day was like it basically was making fun of how stupid NBA young boy fans are. Did you see that? No, I ain't see it. Did you see it? No. It was a video showing how like they do everything oh, wrong. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Where like they they the one boy was holding the TV. Like he was <laughs> watching the video. Oh my god. Like he was holding the TV, watching videos. Then the other boy, he made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. He put peanut butter on this side, jelly on this side, and then folded the sandwich, the sandwich with the jelly and the peanut butter on the outside. <laughs> What's he? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. It was the other joke with the cereal. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> they shit. Pour, pour the cereal, pour the milk, and then just took and grabbed the cereal. That they <laughs> but it's yeah. like, man, these people are nuts. 
It's like you're not about to win this shit. They was in meat comments going crazy the other night. Crazy. Absolute crazy. I could believe it. Like crazy. And it's just like I, I really like Meek. I really, really like him as an artist. Um I feel like he has a higher purpose almost than like what he was doing as far as like the rap shit, if that makes any oh, sense. Oh, most definitely. He's just got to start. He just got to learn to stay away from these situations. He just walks into these internet traps that, over but, and over and but over th- again. That's another one, which your real nigga rhetoric, where it's like they're not, you're not going to win with them. Yeah. To, to, to us and everybody who like you and understand what you're saying, yeah, it makes all the sense but in the world. To us, you saying too much. And it's it, a way it, to say what you're trying to say without. Making 19 tweets. And it's just like, my thing is this. <laughs> I would it, rather him just get on the record and say what he has to say. Even My thing is this. If you're going to do something to the little guy, and I ain't talking about him. I'm talking about anybody. Whoever. Yeah, whoever if you, you gonna, may be. If you're going to do something to the little guy, do it. If you're not going to do something to the little shut guy, the fuck up shut up. the fuck Like, why are you even... like? Yeah. Nothing's going on, and, and and that was the joint the other day. I was just like, people were sending me tweets, and I was just like, I'm not getting into this shit, dog. I'm at work. Like, I, don't, I honestly don't care. Yeah. Like, who telling, and it, it never made anything. Like, it's funny, because I saw Carl the other day, like, you got motherfuckers on here who literally are, like, working at, what did he say? I forgot the place, but, like. Working at Foot Locker and, and worried about, about like, who telling. Who telling? It's just like, bro, do y'all have these sneaks in the 14? Like, what? <laughs> like, like, why do you care about it? But I see that shit a lot. And that's the part that's like kind of crazy to me where it's like, it'd be people who not even in that life yeah. be on there going the hardest. And it's just like, dog, just shut the fuck up. It's like, if you're going to do something, I mean, we got niggas online who telling their co workers talking about stop snitching. <laughs> so it's like. But no, that's different. You know what I'm saying? That nigga used too much paper. <laughs> trying to keep the office green. You know what I'm saying? That's different. That shit is crazy. That nigga used too much paper. <laughs> trying talk. to keep the office green. This nigga 6'9", just a different type of rat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it, it just, it, it it went so left the other day. And I was starting to just see so, and it's crazy because I, I follow 51 people. I think I'm taking that down to like 40, <laughs> 42, something. Cause it's getting to be too much. Just, just too much. Yeah, it just, because the opinions and the, the thoughts and the views, and it's just like, I get it. I understand it wholeheartedly. Y'all come on the internet and y'all want to seem crazy, thorough. I get it. It makes sense. It's, it's admirable. There are some of us who just don't care enough. And just like, that's cool too. And it's just, if you care that much, go do him. Go do him in. I, I understand your, your anger and your frustration. I really, I really hated the Meek shit because... I get Meek it. is the face of reform and it's talking about You're well, literally the shiny example that reform worked. It worked. You're not a felon anymore. You don't have this judge anymore. You don't have any criminal history anymore besides like little nuisance shit that you did. You are free to live wherever you want, travel with no restrictions. You can do whatever the fuck you want and you're on the internet talking about this little stupid kid. You're helping his cause. Mm-hmm. You're making him more famous by talking about him. My biggest thing with Meek is just like, you know, you you hanging with billionaires. Yes. Not like one. Yeah, your best friend is a billionaire. Like, but multiple <laughs> billionaires you just have access to and are cool. Robert just, Kraft wore your chain for two months. Like, is it just no one to just be like, you know, like, <laughs> like, give me that, John. You ever see that John with a cat hand come up and grab? <laughs> That's enough internet for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like just to where it's just like, Nah. Like, you know, everything would have went off normally the other day if he just tweeted nothing. 
Yeah, if he just tweeted Dirk's album like he was he was on everything smoking. He was on Rap Radar page. Damn, Elliot, this what y'all doing? Y'all supposed to be the culture. You the OG. Y'all supporting this rat. Dirk came out today. He the streets. Like, he's got oh, paragraphs for everybody. He was on a rampage the other day. Because I guess he thought it was going to go another way. Now, I'm not, as, as much as I dislike him and his and this, this kid and his antics, I knew how it was going to go. Yeah, you, you have it. to know how it's going to go. We talked about this a year ago. We knew how it was going to go. He's going to go in, come home, try to make snitching cool, be bigger than he was before. Done deal. So far, <laughs> four for four. Like, yeah. we knew what the fuck was going to happen, so I'm not blind. But it's like certain people, like me, like whoever else may be feeling how he's feeling, is just like confused, and I'm just like, it's nothing to be confused about. Like, yeah, it's the criminal underworld for a reason. What would you say? Seventeen percent of people with face with that type of pressure are going to stand up. The other eighty three percent are going to fucking fold. Some for a paycheck, some for lesser time, some for some vendetta. You fuck they mom back in the day. Whatever the reason may be, you're going to get told on. Like, I think it's just wild. It's just how. Again, this is from the outside. Just how rampant it really is. Like, you would think for as as much as you hear it in the songs and as much as you hear the bravado behind it that, like, that it just wouldn't even be a thing. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Do, do that make any sense at all? Yeah. That's me. Like, you would think that it, like... The- See, I don't think it's wild. Like, I think... Like, at least in organized crime, everybody's together, and there's, like, almost like a—it's a, organized crime. It's a family aspect. And they all tell. And they all tell. And they all tell. <laughs> yeah, so, like, like that's, that's wild to me. But in a free-for-all where everybody's for themselves, I get it. Niggas is telling. I was told a number, like, a month ago that there are no less than 220 paid informants in the city of Philadelphia. Yeah, I got Like, that are on payroll. Working for local or federal law enforcement right now. Wow, that's just one city. Did y'all I, see Gilly's timeline the other day? He posted a, a video of some dude talking about he was snitching for a pair of Jordans. No, nah, like see it's that. on Gilly's timeline. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> no, nah, I ain't see. It. I missed that. that the, it, 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 hearing them, the, the, it's like you would that that would just like bother me to where it's just like you would have to like. You don't you, know where it's coming from. You could just you should just quit. <laughs> yeah. If you're selling anything more than like weed and maybe like lean, you probably need to stop doing that because the chances of you coming in contact with some form of an informant or somebody blowing your top off is probably like ninety seven percent. It's probably gonna happen. Two major, major players in the drug game just fell back to back in Philly like within days of one another like we buried one and then the one that they thought had something to do with that he got hit and right before that march 6 all these federal indictments came down in philly and like seven or eight major players i know all got swept up in that shit and it's a rat on every case and that's what i mean it's like it's it's just rampant it just seems like because every time i hear motherfuckers talk it's like that's all they talking about and it's just like damn like so that shit is just what it is. That's what it is. And I told you when I read that article and I saw the 83 percentage, I'm just like, God damn. So they ain't even solving shit. I mean, no. when you see the United States government versus your name, it 
When the United States government versus your name is on any docket, the only questions you need to be asking is, one, what's the least amount of time I can do? Um, two, can you please keep me close to my family? And three, if possible, can I do it at a camp? Those are the only things you should be negotiating. Like, the shortest the shortest stay, can I stay close to home? And can I do my fucking treatment at a camp? Because, you know, I was tripping. I didn't think it was that deep. And, you know, I'm willing to work for mine. That's the only questions you should realistically be asking. Other than that, it's going to be 15, 20, 25. That's what's going to happen if you go to trial. Yeah. So that bring the bitch out of niggas. That bring the, I'm snitching. Because a lot of niggas can't do that time. Like, I don't think people realize, like, we we look at Peyton Fool as, like, a great movie. But, you know, like, Kevin Childs has said, like, um, AZ has actually helped Alpo try to snitch on him. Like, AZ was in Kevin Childs' paperwork. Yeah, he's like, why is his name in my paperwork? <laughs> I didn't do no business with you. Like, why is your name in my paperwork other than you were informing on me? He's like, and anybody in the same position would reach the same conclusion. Now, AZ vehemently denies it, but it's like, dog, your name, AZ Faison is in this man's paperwork more than one time. Why? So this, like, this shit really, it really runs deep. Like, it's every man for themselves. And that's the other thing with the feds. A lot of people never get their discovery because they don't go to trial. They just take a plea. So if you take a plea in the federal system, you never get the see a discovery whereas if you go to trial kevin Childs took the feds to trial twice and got a hung jury both times and he thought they was going to leave the shit alone and they was like nah you ain't getting off that easy and he ended up taking i think like a 10-year sentence or something like that and doing eight and a half and being able to come back home and then run a legitimate business but the because of the fact that his uh he got his discovery and went to trial he knew alpo and az name was in his shit if he would have just took the plea from the rip you would have never even known that shit. So think about how many other people just take the plea and don't know who's telling on them, don't know where the shit came from. I think that part of the game is kind of ridiculous. Like you snitch and then they tell the the snitchy. I mean, you got to write the face yeah. your accuser. That's in the Constitution. Yeah, it's, it's got to come in your paperwork. You got to be able to know, you know, how to defend yourself. But in certain cases, like Rayful Edmonds' case, they refused. Well, I guess I understand They that. refused to disclose he he went to trial, got his discovery, and they redacted all of the witnesses. They yeah, wouldn't. They said that like they would like fear witnesses. They, fear his witness. case was like batshit crazy. It was like, insane. They, I watched it. They had a fucking bulletproof. Yeah, they was bringing him in on a chopper. Jury, yeah. secret witnesses, the whole shit. It's like, how do I defend against this as a lawyer? Like. I don't know who said what. I don't know where they from. This could be Joe Blow from Idaho. I don't know who the fuck it is, but you saying that he did. Maybe he did do it. Like, as a lawyer, you just got to, like, fight for, like, the lesser sentence at that point. Because you going. Like, yeah. Yeah. Once they fly yeah. you in on a helicopter to your trial every day, you're going to jail, bro. Yeah. Rayful got, uh, he didn't get an elbow at first. No, he didn't. He got that after he was still grinding from in the joint. Yeah. yeah. And then he yeah. told in order to like his family. get his family not in jail or lesser time, whatever. But they, I think he's home now. Yeah? Really? That's his co-defendant co came home like two years ago, and they was trying to get ready for home then. Sense. Like it's been twenty, it's been like thirty years. Yeah. yeah. He home. I saw Southwest T came home. Southwest T came home. They did not meet you. They did not him twice. They said, oh, no. They said he had disciplinary problems in the joint. They said T did, like, two programs. He had a job in jail, all of that shit. So all of his points 
add it up to yeah, nigga, get out. You can go home. Yeah, TV on Instagram every should, fucking um, day. <laughs> every second. Y'all should check out that. Ke- Kevin Chow's got a book called The Crack Era. Uh-huh. It's really, really good. Like, he breaks down that whole era. He talks about um, AZ, Alpo, all the stuff he's do- he did, all the stuff he did with his businesses, stuff he did with Puff. Like, it's excellent book. Came out, like, November. Mm. Gotta check that out. Yeah, like, definitely check that joint out. Like, I um actually spoke to somebody at Black & Noble because I was trying to buy the book because it's not in stores. And they were talking about doing, like, a... um. Little um, in store or whatever. Mm. You said it's not in stores. I mean, you, you gotta only buy it directly from him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really well, that good makes sense because he has his own media company, so that makes sense that you gotta buy the book from him. Actually, I got a copy. You know, I read it already, so I give it to one of y'all. Yeah, let me get that. I, yeah. You know, I definitely like reading shit like that. Mm. The um, but where, how do, where so do you to wanna... put a bow on six nine one? We're not surprised about not what's going on. We actually called it two. Meek stay off the internet. Um, the real nigga. Rhetoric. I told you my honest, my honestly, my biggest surprise was that people were on the in, on the internet trying to like <laughs> go the other way, and I'm just like, how did y'all not know this was gonna happen? Like, what did you think he was gonna do when he when he said when he made a whole announcement? I'm going live. Just what, <laughs> what did you think? He I'm was sorry to, to the family. <laughs> <laughs> you think what's gonna happen from this dude who literally had a a, a run-in with every single body on the internet before he went like who what did you think was Man, gonna happen a year ago probably might have been 14 months ago at this point i i explained in great detail that this kid is very very well connected at on the surface it looks like he's just a dumbass mexican from brooklyn but in all reality his ceo his label is elliot grange for those of you who yeah. don't know who elliot grange is his father is sir lucian grange who's british royalty the head and the chairman and ceo of universal music group and a fucking multi-billionaire like when you add all of those factors up you get to tell them who you want go to jail get a new deal and come home with five million dollars of a jury that's what happens in a townhouse in long island that's some white girl gonna tell on you where you live i can't believe that video has that many views (laughs) It's crazy. Yo, that crazy. video's fucking like insane. It's crazy as shit. I can't, and, it, and it's wild because it really is the same exact song. It's the same song. It's the same shit as what he was doing before. I love that video, like of the white girl, like pointing him out because that's his fans. Like we got to see his fan, right? Like really impersonal, and it's just. It makes sense why they you have a, no problem with You in a townhouse in L.I. like shooting promo pictures on your balcony and a white girl is behind you like, oh my God, 6 9 Yeah, like completely oblivious <laughs> to what the fuck she's doing, right? Yeah. This is a federal informant. Crazy. Uh, so enough about Dan- D- Danny. I, I, I'm battled out. We talked about this really weeks ago. I, we said it. I've been saying it for the last two, three weeks. I was pre- after uh, RZA and Primo. I was pretty much battled out. I was RZA cool. and Primo was like the as as deep as I'm going into a battle. Like I love that battle. Yeah, I, it was, it was it. a good one. It was yeah. very good. I'm just talking about as far it. as like like there are battles where you don't have to go below the surface. Like. T-Pain and Lil Jon You don't have just, You just turn it on And like yeah, that, all that, that was really fun Yeah like Even what I expect Nelly and Luda to be Like but I don't Like You gotta go deep Into like The, the like the third and fourth layer With RZA And fucking Premiere You just have to And that's why like The Jill Scott Erica Badu I just was like But see that I'm wasn't cool. a battle That was like Sisterhood coming together And creating a moment 
Yeah, I hear you. Like, I love that. Like, that was just, like, a, a good concert to me. So here's the thing. I, I was just never into that music. So, yeah, yo, if, you, if you don't like the music, then, like, you could just skip it. Like, I, I was never a, a crazy neo-soul person. Yeah. Like, I buy deodorant in bulk. <laughs> so it's like... <laughs> I, it's the truth. I, I just never really got crazy oh into. <laughs> it, listen, I, I I dealt with a chick years ago. It's funny because I, I said it yesterday on Twitter. This motherfucker over here. I'm like, I dealt with a, a chick that was really into like the Badu, and she used to wear like the Hell ring that was a snake. Oh shit! You know what I'm talking about? Like yeah. the rings that <laughs> yeah. go around the finger a couple times and shit like that. And she had dreads, and she would be lighting little oils around the house and all of that shit. And you know, she would always talk about like her spirit and the moons and the the eighth houses. Yeah, they don't chart. I don't fucking know. I would play along because you see, know, this you, why you, 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 you should have passed it away. Into yeah, the box. you don't and, know what to do with that. And then she had like the hairiest pussy I ever seen in my life <laughs> with my own eyes. It was crazy. But I said it yesterday. He was like, "Oh, you should have passed it off to your boy." <laughs> <laughs> it's real Once you shit. get through all of that shit, the pussy is usually fire. It was fire. She had a little like. Once you get past the twang. Yeah. Like, <laughs> once you get past the twang, it's those usually are like the only fucking fire. Yeah, I mean, you got that. I, I like, like that's 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 those are the women I connect with, so yeah, I mean, after you hit them with a power hose, then it's like, you know, <laughs> I mean, not, not all of them are dirty and like, not wear the deodorant, but you know. She she wore natural deodorant. Yeah. Because she just, said that your body shouldn't be held back of perspirant or something. And I was just like, <laughs> like this ain't it. This is getting wild. <laughs> Free me. I've come this far. It's getting kind of crazy. It's like, but yeah, I just, I never was, you know. And I saw people yesterday again, you know, trying to make people out to be like, oh, see, y'all problem is y'all don't know this and y'all. And I'm just like, nah, I just, I, mean, I don't I like caught, this I shit. I caught moments of the, uh, you know, the, the, it was like a concert. It wasn't really much a battle. Um, that was me. <laughs> I tried. I, caught, I tried to watch it like three I caught times. moments of it. I like a lot of them songs, but like I'm not like I don't got 19 Erica Badu albums on my phone. Nah. I don't have. What Joe Scott got two albums or some shit. Nah, she got like four. All right, well, I don't have those albums. I don't on have my phone. any of them. I think, and Jill I Scott, like Jill Scott, I, and I actually want to hit. I, but that's I, another. Story. I like Jill Scott when she was chubby and didn't comb her hair. So <laughs> this new Jill Scott is fantastic. <laughs> I always liked Jill Scott. I always liked her. But the music is just. I mean, it's not. It's not going to be a battle with them. No, I'm just saying in yeah. general. Like, I just never was a crazy fan of ne anything neo soul. Yeah. Not just. You didn't like music soul child. You didn't like D'Angelo. I like D'Angelo Lady. That's it? Brown Sugar. That's it? You didn't like um, Devil's Pie? Devil's Pie was dope. Premier did that. Shit, you didn't like... Um, he has so many so many good records, man. But you're not naming them. And it's just like... <laughs> but you're not naming them. And that'd be my thing. It's it's a niche <laughs> genre. So it's like if you're... But real, you're from Philadelphia. D'Angelo yes. sold a lot of records, though. So I don't necessarily know... And so did music early on. So I don't I, know I how... Like, I like it beans. Be, it became... It started niche. It got popping. And it became niche again. You remember yeah. that weird little time period where everybody was wearing the t-shirts as like ponytails? I never had one of them. Jo I, didn't <laughs> like, have one I never put one of them on ever. <laughs> Rod had tons of them, I believe. <laughs> but it's like I never would like it. Just never was. I don't like the way incense smells. I do. It all stinks. I don't like any of them. Damn, you don't my, like Nag Champa, dog? My favorite aunt is was like one of them. Like she was a little confused, but she was like a fake neo soul mm -hmm. spiritual, but like fuck drug dealers. So it's like it was weird. Mm -hmm. So it was like. 
my aunt had a little bit of everything. Uh, but, you know, she turned me on to that type of music, like, as, like, a youngster, Jazzy Fat Nasties and mm-hmm. uh, Souls of Mischief and Company Flow and all of that type shit. So mm-hmm. I was, I took interest in it, but it's not my favorite, like, type Words of Words and Sounds, like, Volume 1 is, like, one of my favorite albums. Like, I listen to that shit. That's Jill's album? Yeah, Jill's first album. And then it's just, like, I got a soft spot for Jill because the first time I met her, like, she came up to me and was like, oh, my God, I love your freckles. And then I got the opportunity to DJ one of her birthday parties, and then I DJ her camp. That picture you was at with her, where she got the blue dress. Where, where was y'all at? It was her birthday party. Okay, like because um, I saw like a lot of celebrities post that same picture, like where she had that same outfit on. Yeah, it was her birthday party. It was made. It was like one of the Made in America weekends, and it's like she um she was on the cover of Essence. Okay, so me, Active, um, Sunny, um, Matthew Law, and Aaron, we all DJed this shit. Um, oh, damn. Yeah, that shit was that shit was lit. <laughs> I think this shit was like 2011, 2012 or whatever. And she was on the Essence cover for that month. So okay. she did a party. Like Drake was there. Drake was trying to holler. He, the picture she posted <laughs> yeah. the other day, she had this. That's why I'm like, damn, bro. I'm like, this much. Because she had the same exact outfit, Yo, same party, hair. It was, it was lit. As the joint you had posted the day before with her. It was super yeah. lit. Like, but I always had a soft spot for her because it's just, you know, that situation. I got the DJ for her camp. Um, she's just like a super genuine person. Like, yeah, I, I, she seemed nice as all hell, and I, I told you again, I would love... I just can't believe you never got into her music. Like, you never listened to, like, a song like Crown Royal? I listened to it. Like, you I ain't saw like people it? smoke crack, and I wasn't like, yeah, I want to... <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to... Like, how the fuck does he compare, like, listening to Jill Scott I'm just, music you're, you're basically telling me, oh, you didn't listen to the music? No, like, yeah, I mean, no, you didn't, I heard like, it. that shit didn't hit you? I, the crack didn't me. <laughs> like, I saw the shit. <laughs> it's like, I didn't want to do it. It's like, I was like, hey, they really smoking that shit. <laughs> Fast off. <laughs> I know. It's like, I literally heard the stuff. Like, I like the, the, the Erica Badu. Um, is that I See You Next Lifetime? That's her, yeah, right? Yeah. I like that song. I like the um, On and On. Mm-hmm. I got that on one of my like playlists. Like, Side of the Game? I don't know what that is. Okay. I like Honey. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, the joint she did for Brown Sugar movie. Yeah. Um, with Common. Mm-hmm. That was my shit. Like, honestly, I know Erica Badu joints. But when it comes to, like, Jill, I just don't know. Like, outside of Long Walk and mm-hmm. the joint where she'd be like, Grits, that joint, I've yeah. heard that a bunch of times. But it's like, I got to make you a playlist. Yeah, I'm not gonna but play. You, you it's, play. Yeah, it's like I'm like I'm yeah, saying, it's not your thing. It's save not your, your thing. time and effort. Yeah, it, it, and, that, and and again, I say this all the time. Sometimes people just don't like yeah. what you like, and that's perfectly yeah. fine. That's right. Like I saw people last night that were like, like you. I posted. I don't know if y'all mm-hmm. seen on my story. I posted um, me three minutes into the battle, and it was a picture of the Chuck Daly Joe. <laughs> 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 and people was hitting me on Instagram like, man, you tripping. How you not rooting for Jill? And da 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 da. I'm just like, I'm not rooting for anybody. I actually, <laughs> actually don't have any signs. <laughs> I'm not rooting for a soul in this. I have no dog in this race. True story. I'm watching 90 Day Fiance right now. Like, I'm, I'm just not into this. But it's just like, yeah, it's just, it. I don't know. The, the, the music just, you know, and like I said, I dealt with a chick who was super duper into that. She, she had toe rings. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. rings she have on henna tattoos. She has a little bit of henna on her right arm and shit. You know mm-hmm. the stand the standard shit. Oatmeal soap in the bathroom, yeah. like the, all the standard shit. Yeah. But it's just like 
I just, I, it just never hit me like I need to get a little Bruno Mars hat <laughs> and go to poetry slam sessions. I just never was into that shit. Like, I'm sorry. And I saw good. I and mean, I, and I, I'm, I'm never going to dress like that, but I'm, I'm into, No, because you like, be having to, like, apologize to people on the yeah. internet when you don't like. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I don't have any shirts that have, like, a shoestring to hold together the top. You know how they dress with those, like, Diver shoes. It's a button down, but it got the. It's a the button down, string. but it's no buttons. <laughs> yeah, boot cut sleeves and shit like that. Like I, I just never was into that shit. So it's just like, you know, it ain't like Eric Benet shirts. I remember the bull. We was at the um the, when I wanted to tell the Walnut Street story. I ain't gonna get into it because I want to save it for life. But we was in the spot. The the um, mm-hmm. it's right on the corner of Ninth and Walnut, right next to a car park. Okay. It's like a parking garage, and then it's a spot on the corner, and it changes like every couple of years. But I was in there with Ross one night after work, and I started talking to these real. It was two like super bad bitches. They was from Houston, and way too bad to be talking to me. But like <laughs> here they, we are, here we are. Yeah, way too bad to be talking to me. But you know, I'm being myself and joking, and they was laughing and whatever, whatever. And we went from the bar over to like one of the like lounge chairs, and we was chilling. We ordered a couple of drinks. Like it was, it was lit. Ross was over fucking with some Chinese chick, yeah. and I was with them. To, and then out of nowhere, this nigga walks up, and he had like, you ever see them like niggas where it's like it's nappy as shit. But you can tell that was the goal. <laughs> you ever see them niggas like uh, the boy? He all on drugs now, but he was an actor. He ha- he pulled the gun out on Shorty on Sunset Park. Orlando. Orlando. What's the nigga name? Not the. I can't. I, I can't remember. You ever seen Sunset Park? Yeah, I've seen Sunset the, Park a million times. The nigga who pulled the gun out on Shorty that had the dreads. Him, like them bulls, where it's like it's nappy as on shit. On purpose. But it's on purpose. <laughs> and he had on one of those shirts with the, the hockey strings, and he had a seashell necklace on. I was like, this can't be good. <laughs> like, it's just like I never was one of them bulls, like where like I dressed like that. And, you know, you could tell he like listens to a lot of like Anthony Hamilton and all that. I just never was, it just wasn't my thing. Sorry. Like I remember when Anthony Hamilton dropped, and everybody was like, Yo, this is it. This is the greatest. And I was just like, he got some good wedding joints. He got some good joints, period. I like the coming from where I'm from. And that's that's it. He got a joint with Jill Scott. That's crazy. So I, in love. Like, if I make an Anthony Hamilton playlist, it's going to be one song on there. <laughs> it's going to be that, John. Like the Nappy Roots. Remember they had the song on Madden? Yep. Shit was lit. But I'm not about to cut on the Nappy Roots <laughs> album. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's just, I just never was into that shit. But anyway, yeah. The point of all of this was, I like my neo soul in doses. I constantly go back to music's first album, D'Angelo's first album, part of his second album. Um, I don't listen to a lot of Erica Badu, but I know her, I know her shit. Yeah, I like it, Erica, but I ain't playing it. But I know it. I'd listen to Erica before I listen to Jill. I love Jill. I love. I mean, I listen to both equally. I do have Music Soul Child Buddy on my bike playlist. I like that song a lot. And he got another one. Oh, Love. That was the shit. Yeah. And then uh, the John, If I Would Have Knew the Girl Next Door, would have been you. That's him, right? Yeah. I like that John like a lot. I like Half Crazy. Half Crazy, my shit. Half Crazy was actually pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, so I got I know some music songs. Yeah, music yeah. was dope. Totally got... turned into uh, DJ Khaled. I haven't that, heard any one music. Album. I don't know what's going on. 
Um, music got a joint with Active. It was on Active's album. Big shout to Active. That's my big bro. But um, we're yeah. supposed to get Active up here. We'll make yeah, that happen. I've talked to Active about coming on here. The, um, then the COVID hit. Yeah, COVID kind of fucked everything up. The um, but yeah, nah, that that music just, it just I don't know, like, you know. But anyway, like I said, the point of this was I'm battled out. I'm just <laughs> I don't want to see many more battles. And we just had uh, Babyface and Teddy. We had Erica and Joe. Were there any other battles recently we didn't talk about? Unsane. Bone Thugs and Three Six Mafia, but it wasn't a versus. It was just them doing their own thing. So they did it. They did it, but it was just them doing their own thing. Oh, it happened. I, yeah, I thought I thought it happened. Because there was nah, a lot of I, saw, I was talk talking to Mo it. yesterday, and she it was, didn't happen. She, I thought I missed because she was like, "When is it gonna happen?" And I'm like, "They're gonna have to f- find a night where like the mafia isn't on dust and the <laughs> thugs haven't drunk eight forties and be able to like do this shit." This could be a lot of work for Steve LaBelle trying yeah. to organize that shit. Oh my god, I thought it happened. Mind you, it's gonna be like seven songs from each of them that mm-hmm. it's like you know people actually know and care about. It's like. Outside of like you know, stay flying, riding spinners and shit like that, then it's gonna be like a significant drop off to like, bark bark chicken head and shit like. <laughs> they gonna shit start like, playing crunchy black yeah, album shit cuts. like that. Bring it off. <laughs> yeah, both sides are. I mean, well, three six is just so niche and so regional, really. I mean, I kind of think they both are outside. Outside of, like, of four records for Bone Thugs, yeah, they regional to say, like, shit. Crossroads and uh, Thuggish Ruggish Bone and uh. What's the joint? Phil, Phil Collins. Um, they got yeah. the joint with Mariah. Yeah. Both of us got about seven songs. They got I For the Love about. of Money. For the Love of Money. Thug was Love that with shit. Tupac. Yeah. Notorious Thugs. Notorious Thugs with Biggie. They had, uh, got about, seven, eight about records. seven, eight records. They could, they could play a lot of joints off the um, second album. Off East. Um, E99? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to see it. I'm not watching. I'm it. definitely not. I'm not even watching that on the. On the YouTube recap, of, yeah. I'm definitely not watching. I'm not gonna. I'll probably watch because I'm I'm a big I'm a bigger Three Six Mafia fan than people realize. Yeah, I, I like I like Bone Thugs a lot, but yeah. I'm I'm just not watching. I'm I'm at this point. It's like mm-hmm. as much as I I'm like feel about the Luda and Nelly shit. I don't even know if I'm watching that just because it's like. I'm just battled out. I ain't gonna hold you. Like yeah. I'm personally, I don't just, think I'm gonna watch that. I'm just kind of over these Jones at this point. But anyway, Luda and Nelly are gonna battle this week, and I saw people on the Al Gore's internet saying, "What? Oh, Nelly's gonna smoke him." You being one of them. I'm being one of them. Yes. I just don't see it. I, um, I just... what I can say is, off my initial thoughts, just knowing what I know about music and music history and this really kind of like being my golden age of when they were popping like this is i'm buying 30 cds a month yeah i'm ingesting a lot of music during the yeah, nelly well, I, and think, well, I think we all were yeah, almost point. definitely yeah. we was going to sound <laughs> every goddamn day in our minds every, goddamn our day, every day like, boatload yeah. of music and i just remember nelly didn't have a lot of records but the records that he did put out were all fucking monsters. Like, oh, yeah. and here, like crazy ass big records. And they were Nelly records. They weren't Nelly featuring eight dirtbags from Atlanta. It wasn't Nelly featuring this Beyonce or whatever. They were Nelly records. And that's one thing I can give Nelly credit about that. All of his records that he released for commercial consumption, he made them all count. Even down to the Just a Dream record that he did with Rico Love a few years ago. That shit went like seven times platinum or something like that. Like, Nelly didn't waste no singles. And he got culture 
within a lot of his shit too. The grill shit was like a cultural record at the time. Yeah. Air Force Ones was a big cultural record that people cared about. Then the nigga put out a remixes album of his own shit that was all fucking bangers on top of 10 million, 8 million, 7 million with sweat and suit. So when I look at them too, I'm just like, all right, Luda was a two to four million nigga. I like it. I respect it. Nelly was an eight to 10 million nigga. And it's a big gap in between those levels of artists, at least to me. Now, here's my issue with that. When they come to battle, they're not going to bring their plaques. So they have to like. They're going to bring their songs, though. They got the plaques. But they have to play the songs. (laughs) And it's like Nelly has three monster records. Let you, me finish. You got Nelly Let fucked me finish. up, bro. He's got Dilemma. He's got Hate It, Hate What It, Hot in Here, and then he's got Country Grammar. And then after that, it's a step below when you talk about Shake Your Tail Feather and Air Shake Force. Shake Your Tail Feather was number one on Billboard, I'm not, bro. I'm not arguing <laughs> that, but you're talking about Ludacris, who has like Ludacris has like literally the biggest song in like the history of like SoundScan. And what song is that? Baby with Justin Bieber. That song is not good because but, of him. But listen to what I'm saying. So it's like when he you're playing, you just told me about a song making selling a lot of thousands, a lot of but millions it's because of Nelly. But it I, ain't because of. I'm not. I, but what else did I say, Rob? Okay, so yeah. you talk and then I'll well, talk when you're done. How no, because I just said here and laid the criteria out for you. I, I, I said Nelly's records are good because of who? Nelly. I'm, I'm not because baby. of I literally Justin. mentioned one record. Okay, I didn't want to mention yeah. I, I wasn't even because I, of Luda. I wasn't Hold going on. into because the features. I already did the homework. I wasn't I going into the features. I already did the homework. I'm literally about to go here. into Luda's Luda songs. got five number ones. You know how many number ones he has by himself? Okay. One. I know. Stand up. Stand up. So he's going to come in there and play all of his features against Nelly's records that are still bigger than the shit that he got features on, and he's going to get his dumb ass cooked. So when you talk about Ludacris, you're talking about someone who put out albums, and every album has four or five monster singles. They don't have yes. four or five monster singles, bro. They, the got, fir- they the, have charting singles. The first album has Southern Hospitality. When you talk about culture, that record was that's huge. That's a culture record, yeah, but okay. that's not a huge you're, record. You're talking about What's Your Fantasy, then you're talking about... What's Your Fantasy is terrible. It's a four I, times I record. I hate that song. You hate it. This goes back to what we say all the time. You don't like it doesn't mean that it's not a record that bangs But you just goals. told me that Shake Your Tell Feather wasn't a big record. It was number one in the country. I'm not, but I'm not, but we're not arguing about what a record being number one. We're literally just talking about the fact that it's a drop off from Hot in Here, Dilemma, and Country so Grammar. I don't, I don't we're think not it's putting a drop off because I think he, we're got, not, he got a flat number one. We're not, no drop, we're not putting it on, I think on the level of those, are we? It's a number one. But we're putting it on the level of Country Grammar and Hot in Here? If it's the number one in the country, you have to. What are you talking about? So you feel there like. There ain't no fluke records that go number one. So you feel do, like. Do you, nice. know, do you understand that there are like seven different criteria that have to all meet at the same time for a record to go number one. Can we agree to that? So if a record goes number one, it ain't by accident. A lot of shit gotta happen for a record to go number one. So if your record goes number one and it sells six million instead of your other number one that sold 14 million, it's not a drop off because you're still in rarefied air because guess what? The nigga you going against ain't never went six million. So do you feel like (laughs) stand-up is as good as country grammar? It's as good. It ain't bigger though. Okay then. So, that's so at I'm that so, point, so, you gotta consider so other criteria. So there's a drop off. That's all I'm saying. After those three joints, there's a drop off because then you go to Air Force Ones, then you go to Grills, and then you go to. After that, it's like I'm gonna run off the records to you. Because I, 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 I saw your already. tweet, but your tweet <laughs> wasn't even 20 records. 
it was like 17 records. And then there were five more that the girl that used to run fucking Baller Alert added on top of the records like, that I put. You, you know you mentioned like Rock the Mic remix and shit like that. It's like you're telling me that you can't play the records that you were featured on, but then you were mentioning them, and these records were I've awful. I mentioned two records but that the, were features, But bro. these records were awful. That's what I'm saying. Country Grammar, EI, Ride With Me, Batter Up, Hot In Here, Air Force One's Dilemma, Pimp Juice, Rock the Mic remix. That right there is when it ends. No, let's keep, let's keep going. Where the party at? Top 10 record. What are you talking what about? What a feature from Nelly that Nelly didn't matter. That was your Nelly own Nelly did matter. Nelly is the best part of the song. Nick could have done that song without Nelly. You just said it yourself. What I said That's was, like saying, uh, yeah, uh, Luda didn't matter on yeah. It's like, what? He He's not the best part of that song. Go ahead. Where the party at? Over and over with Tim McGraw. I, oh, I thought the, I thought it was over, man. It's still going. No flap, one cares flap, about that. Flap your wings. It was a fucking number one record, bro. But you're not going to play that in a battle and tell me that. Why aren't I'm, you? I'm, I'm, I'm playing flap your wings. Playing I'm playing flap your wings. No, you're not. What are you talking you're about? You're talking about it. You're just making Tim up Tim McGraw? Oh, I, I, I over thought he said flap your wings. We're talking about two different things. I thought he said flap your wings. I'll play that. I'm in a hit battle. If, if this nigga's playing Baby, you think with Justin Bieber, who sang One Less Lonely Nigger, you think I'm not playing over and over with Tim McGraw? So you're taking that over Baby? I'm not taking it over that, but I'm not Are you not taking that over You know what? Yeah. I am playing that. Are you, ta- are you playing? Are you taking that over Yeah? Are you, are you taking it over Lovers and Friends? I don't know. Are you taking it over B.I.B.I.? Fuck B.I.B.I. I didn't even fucking chart. Nobody are cares you about t- that record. Okay, so when... So that means that the Manny Fresh and Scott Storch battle didn't go the way we looked at it then. That's what I'm saying. Y'all move the goalposts depending on who. No, we not moving the, no goalposts. I'm trying to run the, down my records. Can I if, run down my records? You cut you it off told twice. Me, you told if me it was over. If that's the case, Scott Storch beat Manny then. In a hit battle, he did beat Manny, but his records aren't better. A hit and a great record aren't necessarily the same thing. We're Does arguing he, two different things then. You talk these the all, all these, is just moving on the street. How? It's, no, it's because not. Because you just told me that this record isn't better, but it's bigger. But then on the flip side, when we watch three or four different battles, it's like it don't matter that the record was bigger. It matters about the production or this, that, and the third. It's like that doesn't make sense. And that's what I, I, I've peeped yesterday when people were arguing these things. It's like, bro, you're talking about Nelly, who legitimately has seven or eight huge records that literally are like culturally He has defined. 14 top tens. I'm not arguing. He has top, a top 10 with Tim McGraw. It's like, what? It's his record. You're going to play <laughs> Stepping on My J's and shit like that? No, that's not on my list. It's, I'm, that's a <laughs> big record, though. That's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, we could have a big record, but do it have an impact? Do people care about it? Does it have playability nowadays? And it's like, realistically, when you look at Nelly's list of records, even that, like I said, that list you you had on Twitter wasn't even 20. And that's why I told people, I'm like, Nelly got huge records. I'm not debating that. But when you talk about going to 20, when you get to 14 and number 15 and 16, 16, and Luda's playing O with Sierra or Gossip Folks with Missy or One Minute Man I've with Missy. I've never even heard Gossip Folks with You're Missy. You're tripping. That's a I've huge record. I've never heard it. You've never, again, you've never heard <laughs> Can it. It's I finish a huge my list? record. Can I finish my list? I want to talk freely when you get done. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Over and over with Tim McGraw. Flap Your Wings, a number one record. Nasty Girl with Jagged Edge, which was a top 10 record. Grills, which is a number one record. Here I Am, a feature with Ross. And Nelly was the best part of that record. Just a Dream, which was a seven times platinum record. The record number one, which was a huge fucking record. Not to mention, Shake Your Tail Feather, Come On Over to My Place, and Midwest Swing. That's over 20 records. 
Yeah, after those, you're literally mentioning songs that people just. When's the last time you've played Midwest Swing or heard Midwest Midwest Swing? Don't and I mean, it wasn't and don't get fucked up. I like Midwest when's Swing. When's the last time you played anything from Ludacris? What do you mean? Ludacris shit plays a lot. When have you answered my question? When's the last time you played some Ludacris? Did you see my story today? No, I don't oh, watch your story. Okay then. So it's like you're asking me when's the last time question? I played a song, what and I'm telling you, question? I literally was just playing Ludacris earlier. Okay. That's what I well, mean. Say that. It's like you're saying something, but you're not making sense. I'm asking you questions. All you're doing is screaming, and the screaming I'm shit don't move me. I'm sitting right next to you. Okay. Yeah, that shit don't bother you. Are you even answering my question it's or like not? What? I, I asked you a fucking I question. I literally just said in English, I played Ludacris earlier. You said, did you see my story? That shit but you, you're, you're, don't you're, work you're for me. You're saying it almost I'm like you condescending. I'm when asking it's like, you a When's question. the last time you played Ludacris? Four o'clock. Okay. And that's what I mean. It's like you're literally telling me about something that you feel. That shit don't mean nothing. I'm I telling you, you about question, the way bro. it work all the way around. Ludacris got so many songs. When you talk about features, it's like it's not even close. Yeah, and, and, and do a lot of features. And that's where I feel like it's going to end bad that's where i feel like it goes dark because it's like yo you got the hot hairs and you got the dilemmas and realistically luda got songs that's as big as these songs no he, he don't he don't have no song as big as hot in here bro. i didn't Cut say it as you said here. you said as big he has songs as big he got a song as big as dilemma he is yeah he got a song as big as country grammar Baby. how many times he gonna play how many times you gonna play yeah against country grammar and dilemma how many times he gonna get to play he, has, he gonna play yeah the whole battle he has stand up Okay. Huge record. That's two. He has rollout. Huge record. Act the fool. Huge record. Number one spot. Huge record. Pimping all over the world. Huge record. That's what I mean. I feel like they both have huge records. I'm not debating that. You told me Nelly was done at ten, and then I named five more number ones you in named, my back you half named, of my you list. You rock the mic <laughs> remix and shit like that, where it's just like them songs don't matter. Okay. But, like they just don't. But I named more than twenty songs. We go you, to 20, the tweet right? I saw had like 16 records. Right there on the show in the room, which I just named more than 20 songs. Like I'm literally on a tip where it's like, <laughs> I'm just looking at the features alone. It's like the man literally got, he's on Glamorous Life with Fergie. I and know. that's where it's just like, these are songs that me personally, I don't even like. But if we're talking hits, yeah, but we he, can't really but, argue that. And that's the, oh, let he, me just, let me finish. This is why I feel like the goalpost moves a lot in these battle things. This is why me personally, I'm kind of just over because when we watch one battle, it's... The hits, the hit records, the hits. Yeah. Then when we watch another battle, it's like, oh no, but but that song, I felt that more. And it's just like it can't be both ways, and that's more that's so what, not I'm, what saying. I'm saying. What I never <laughs> was when we go to these battles. I never was, Scott Storch and Manny Timberland and Swiss Beats. Uh, what's the nigga was on Coke? Uh, Battle the Dream. Oh, uh, Sean Johnson. Garrett. Sean oh, Garrett. Sure. I never was on the hit what song did what on billboard and what song sold more i was more so on what song was better and what song had a bigger impact so that's why i always was like realistically the what's the the underlay underlay and shit like that yeah it was huge at the moment but no one has played underlay underlay in forever and now you don't even go out so you can't say that okay well i don't have a <laughs> you can't say you can't say that nobody's not playing it. When's the, we'll you ask the DJ, Ra. When's the last time you played Underlay Underlay? I haven't played it in a while, but I've heard it. There you go. I've heard that shit. Like, so that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like I live in the nightclub. I hear these records. I travel. I go to nightclubs. I hear these records when I go to Miami. When I go to New York. When I go to Atlanta. When I go to St. Louis, I hear these. Oh records. yeah, you definitely gonna hear it in St. Louis. <laughs> 
I don't think that's not going to pop. So we can't say like that these records aren't getting spun. That's just categorically not true. If you have a record that rings off on Billboard for 30, 40 weeks, that shit don't just go away that year. Yeah, but that's one Motherfuckers record. is still playing Ice Ice Baby. I agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, I'm going to keep it being with you. I hear Move Bitch more than I hear Country Grammar. I don't know about that. Might be me. I don't know. But I've literally heard that song more than I've heard country grammar in the last five years. All the metrics. And that's where, that's where I'm more so getting to. It's like we're looking at the titan of Nelly's music and what it did. Country grammar went diamond a couple years after it came out. Huge. That's a huge accomplishment. We're not denying that. But it's like we're talking about the one or two records that were gigantic as opposed to someone who has that many more records. Like, honestly, if you look at Apple Music, you know Nelly doesn't even have a guest list joint on there because he just didn't do that many features. And then when you look at Luda, his essentials, it's like 25 songs. Nelly's is like 15. Then you look at, like, their deep cuts. Luda has, like, 30 songs on that. Nelly does, his deep cuts is like 10 records. And then, like I said, the guest list, John, it doesn't even well, yeah, exist. That, that so, goes against Nelly, and that's the only thing that even makes it a battle is the fact that Nelly did so no like, features. So, look at this. You know what Luda's biggest song was outside of stand-up? Splash Waterfalls. This shit wound up going four and a half times platinum. I personally hate that fucking song. It's a terrible but, record. But it's a huge record. Me personally, I, I look at Area Codes as a monster record because of what it started as far as the culture around the shit. I got hoes in different area codes. That shit was everywhere. Yeah. The record wasn't as big as Splash Waterfalls. But again, that's a big-ass record. Ludacris has Georgia. That was a big-ass record with Phil Mob. He has fucking Runaway Love with Mary J. Blige. He has... The Potion, which was a huge record. I personally, I hated the beat when Timberland played it on fucking Fade to Black. But it's a huge fucking record. So it's like my only thing with these battles is the post just be moving way too much. So it's like if we're talking about the hits, it's like Luda literally, like how you talk about country grammar. It's a huge record. But if we're talking about the hits, and personally, I ain't gonna hold you. Baby Stinks. I fucking hate that song. I didn't even put it on the playlist. It's one of the worst popular songs of all time. But when you look at RIAA certifications, it's the fourth best song in the history of music. And I don't think people realize that shit because it's ludicrous and the and the, the little white boy. People don't realize ludicrous is on that song. Right. That's what I'm saying. And like like when, like perfect example. Last night I went and looked at the list. Nelly has like 14 top 10s. Luda's got 16. Nelly's got, I think, five number ones. Luda's got six. The difference is, though, Nelly, all of his shit is self-contained. All of Luda's super hyper-successful records are with Perfect other example, the battle with Scott Storch and Manny, how Scott Storch could play a baby a baby boy and then play 50 Cent and then play this and play the Roots and play this, and Manny was playing all cash money records. It's like it's so, it's contained. Maybe not by choice because he was going through all the shit, but it's, it's contained to a certain region and a certain genre, it being that New Orleans bounce Shit. But it's just like when I look at even just down to Ludacris having like stomp and country shit and fuck I forgot all about like all I do is win and shit like shit that we I personally just don't even like but we're talking about monster records yeah. that he's on and that's where I think Nelly has big records Luda has big records where it gets dark is when they get to like number 13 and number 14 and Nelly's playing fucking 
Midwest swing and Luda's playing fucking stomp and all I do is win and oh and one minute man and yeah and lovers and friends like it's just too many features so that's where and I said today on my story I think that's where it gets dark he just has so much feature work that it's just like I literally read a thing earlier. It was like literally between it was a three year span where Ludacris was the most featured artist coming out of Atlanta. I can believe that. And it's like, yeah, it wasn't T.I., it wasn't Jeezy. Jeezy didn't even exist. Yeah. It wasn't T.I., it wasn't Outkast. It was Luda. I mean, honestly, yo, Nelly was done in like 04. He wasn't done in 04. I mean, but Sweat and Suit was 06. And that album that was, was 04. Nah, Sweat what? That was 04. That was 04. 04? Yes. Oh, yeah, Nelly, Nelly was back to back. He was back. done in like 04. Yeah, Nelly was, so, Nelly was yeah. back to back. Yeah, that's that's the case, it yeah. was in high school, dog. If that's the case, Nelly was definitely done in 04. He was done in like 04. So it's like, you got to think. Ludacris his comeback was 08. Just a Dream was like 08. You got to think. Like, Ludacris got records like Moneymaker and How Low that came out in like 08. So it's just he just got more. Yo, records. Nelly was done. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're yeah. right. It's a Swear short. It's a lot of success it, it, in a like, short amount yeah. of time. Now I don't know why I thought that was 06. Yeah, we yeah. were in high school, dog. Nelly has 36 Billboard placements. Luda got 56. It's the features, like, and it's yeah, like, oh, yo, oh, oh, he, he did himself a disservice. At the same the time, though, and I, I, I'm, I hate using it because I know motherfuckers gonna be mad. You know what, Luda got the Nelly don't. Don't he got Grammys? I'm not sure. He got. I know he got a Grammy for Runaway Love. I don't know if he got Grammys. Yeah, he definitely got one for Runaway Love. Unless I'm tripping, I think Luda got a Best Rap Album Grammy, yo. He might have. I think that was might have been the year he beat Ti for King, and everybody was pissed, me included. The Release Therapy album. So he might got one or two I Grammys. Think he, I think he got a Best Rap Album Grammy. I'm about to look it up. Unless I'm sure. Yeah, Luda, yeah. Luda got records. 2007. Like, my shit is the joint with um with Jeezy. You said 07, right, T? Yeah. yeah. The joint with Jeezy. So, so does he, he have one records, Grammy man. or two? He's got three. Three. Yeah, Ludacris won a Grammy for Best Rap Album. Damn, yeah. release therapy. How about it? Yeah, it was Runaway Love, Best Rap Song or Rap Song Collaboration, and then the album, Release Therapy. Moneymaker. Oh, he won for Moneymaker, too. So he yeah. won three grand. No, I'm, I'm, it was, it was Moneymaker. I'm rooting for, for, oh, for Ludacris in this with a... It's a goddamn travesty that he won over King. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck this is. Yeah, I went on a whole media campaign <laughs> about that shit. How the fuck did Luda pull that gravy out over King, though? Yo, that uh, that <laughs> release fuck? therapy album got four listenable songs on it. It's so bad. It wasn't bad. I don't think it was bad. It was bad. It was Runaway like, Love was that shit. Runaway Love, Grew Up a Screw Up. Screw up, a screw up was that work too. It was, it was a, like a song that. with Lil Wayne on there or something else. That Luda, album, Luda the rest got of the album is terrible. He gonna run out. He could play my chick bad with um with Nicki. Yeah, how yeah. got all about like he that. just got so many. Like it, it's really is, peak versus longevity. You gotta come with your best twenty. And I don't. And, I, I, and, I don't, and, and order matters. Before I went and looked and did the history and realized like oh shit, Luda is on glamorous. I had it thirteen to seven. Now I'm like all right. It's a toss-up in all actuality, but I just love Nelly so much. I'm willing to argue with one of my best friends. Yeah, about this we, shit. we knew we was arguing coming in. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I personally, the thing with it is, it's it, a, to me, it's a toss-up because, they, like, outside of the features, yeah, their peaks, they're the same nigga. Yeah, but Nelly just peaked a little bit higher because. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. I think his peak is way higher. His peak is higher. I, Luda has more volume. Yeah, I personally, and he has a better, he had better bodies of work. And I've yeah. said it before on this show. I told you today when we were yapping at your career. I think that 
Luda is as good as T.I. and Wayne. When they were really, really running around in 02, 03, 04, 05, like building a joint, I think Luda is as good of a rapper. The thing with it is, and this is what makes Luda Luda, he was a DJ first. So he understands playability on the radio, video marketing, yeah. all of that type of shit. You know what's going to stick. So I told him, the way I look at Luda is, I feel like he's a version, he's the baby and actually being able to rap. That's what he is. Same shit with Busta Rhymes. Like, I literally told him today, I look at Luda to T.I. and Wayne the same way I looked at Busta Rhymes to DMX and Jay-Z, where it was like, they all were selling crazy records, yeah. and they all correct, but Busta just had his own thing, where it's like, I ain't necessarily trying to be King of New York, because I'm yeah, weird as shit. Busta didn't take himself too serious. He was willing right. to put a fun was, element into his He was his willing music. to do a, you know, put your hands where my eyes can see, yeah. or uh, um, what was the Joe Magina Jackson, with the silver shit all in the oh, video? Uh, um yeah. I can't think of the fucking joint. He had joints like that that yeah. were like huge records that went multi times platinum, but nobody ever considered him with Jay Z, DMX, and Nas because he wasn't serious. And that's kind of how I look at Luda. Like he played around so much that motherfuckers was just like, yeah, you in a TI level. Yeah, it made him easy level. to overlook. Right. But then when you look at Stump, he annihilates T.I. to the yeah. point where T.I. has to take his shit off the song and you just like, yeah, I don't, <laughs> might not have been able to fuck with Luda for real, for real. And it's just like, again, you look at Grew Up a Screw Up. He annihilated Jeezy on yeah. this. It's just, he could really, really rap his ass off. Shit, he trashed Nas and Jada. I was going to say, you look. Dog, like, Luda really, really is a rapping ass nigga. But he had a certain style. And if you didn't like that, Luda, that, that shit, you if know. If you couldn't get past that, then you wasn't going to even figure out how a, dope his shit exactly. was. Exactly. And it's just like, yeah, I get it. People don't like. I said earlier, I just think Luda just wasn't heavily liked. And it's so wild looking back on it because you know Ja Rule was supposed to get the spot that he had for the Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Like, it's so wild when you look at it because Ja was actually in the first yeah, Fast and the Furious. Yeah, he outsmarted himself. Right. <laughs> and he did, just didn't want to fuck with it and the, the like John Singleton said, the, the shop owner who was working on the cars was supposed to be Ja Rule to like bring him back yeah. and he didn't want to do it and Luda did it and multi-billion dollar franchise. I told him today, how crazy is it? Like, what if Ja actually does that? Think about how different the narrative is with him and 50 Cent arguing to exactly. this day. If he has a multi-billion dollar movie franchise yeah. and a connection with The Rock and Vin, like, think about how different that shit looks. Jodges ain't want to fuck with it. Crazy. Outsmarted it, so. Crazy. But I just always looked at Luda where it was like he was super duper underrated. And even in this situation, I, when, it, when, it, when, it, when I saw it, I'm just like... I, to myself, was just like, why are they battling? Because me personally, I think the battle, I think a better battle would be him and T.I. Somebody said Luda and Busta Rhymes should battle. I wouldn't even mind seeing that. I honestly. <sighs> Shit, Busta might run out, run out of records too. I, I, I just think. I, I'm not a crazy Nelly fan. I think Nelly should battle Chingy and just keep that shit in the loop. Nelly a cook Chingy. <laughs> Chingy has yeah. one album. Yeah, Chingy really got one N album. Nelly at least got five albums. I was albums. talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. Was, uh, was pulling, he, pulling me back on his second joint, though? That was the second joint. Yeah, I but mean, that was the only song. Yeah, the only joint. You know, Chingy played right there and then right there a remix. And, and then, then right, right there, techno writer, mix. Writer <laughs> Chili got, I mean, uh, uh, Chingy got one of the best fucking rap lines in history. He said, show me what you got for a pork chop. <laughs> that's, still, that's still a crazy-ass line to me. Oh, shit. But uh, the battle, I think, are they doing it Friday or Saturday? Saturday. Saturday. I personally think Luda wins. I... You made a compelling argument to a certain couple songs that I was, like, Flap Your Wings, you mentioned, yeah. to drop down and get your eagle on. And then, like... 
I'll give you grills. But I ain't gonna hold you. It's cause I like Big Gip. <laughs> but you know what though? I didn't care. Chat, that that record with Tim McGraw, it's not gonna go over well with the the versus crowd. Like, I don't think he even plays it in the verses. Like that that versus crowd is gonna be like what the like fuck. Like I ain't is gonna this? hold you. I don't think he plays that. And I don't even think Luda plays Baby. Yeah, I don't think so. Is is glamorous getting played? Probably not. Probably he got not. too many joints of his own. Like he could play. I think he's cheating himself if he don't play it, though. Because it's mm-hmm. like, if I got a record that sold $27 million or whatever the fuck baby sold, I'm getting that joint off. You know, what's crazy is I looked at it yesterday. The highest certification for a song ever is Despacio with a Daddy, Daddy, Daddy Yankee yeah. and Justin yeah. Bieber. Number two is Eminem and Rihanna. Love, uh, oh, what's it called? Love love Like You Lie. lie like love you, The Way You Lie. Love The Way You Lie. Uh, Ed Sheeran thinking of uh, whatever the fuck that yeah, song is, yeah. and then number four is Luda and fucking Justin That's Bieber, fucking baby. Crazy. Like it's the fourth best fucking working song in the history of music. And it's crazy because when I saw that earlier, I'm just I was like just looking through shit. and It was like, baby, now the highest certification at the time it was before the mm-hmm. the love the Eminem John and Despacio and all. And I'm just like. It's no way that's right. And I went and looked it up, and I'm like, yo, that's crazy as shit. Like, Justin Bieber and fucking Ludacris have the best fucking song as far as times platinum right. in the history of music. <laughs> How many like, times platinum is it? 15. That's crazy. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because like, they stop at 15. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to make of the streaming era. Yeah, they, like, they don't I, go I, past I just 15. I don't even know. Oh, they cap it at 15? It, that's the highest I you guess can you st- As long as your check still comes. Because God's Plans man. is at 12 now. And they were saying, like, it might eventually get there. But literally, it's Despacio to Ed Sharon John, Eminem, Baby, Elton John, uh, Candle in the Wind, where, and all this where, other shit. I would need to know where is the number one song of all time on the list, Gasolina. Where, where is that rank at? I didn't see that up there. The number one song as far as sales of all time is White Christmas. By fucking Ben Crosby or whatever yeah. the fuck his name is. Yeah, that's the number. As far as pure sales. Are the Eagles still the top selling band of all time? Or did somebody pass them yet? Mm-hmm. I can literally tell it to you, though. Hold on. Uh, okay, here it is. Uh, the best selling songs as far as digital ever. Desp- Despacio, mm-hmm. Love the Way You Lie. Oh, no, wasn't that an album? No, this is songs. No, I'm sorry, no he said the Eagles. Oh, the we're Eagles. not talking about that right now. Oh, okay, I thought he was... Uh, love the way you lie, thinking out loud, baby. Old Town Road. Um, that's crazy that that's in the top five. Already, yeah. Uptown Funk, uh, Firework by Katy Perry, Bad Romance by Lady Gaga, The Hills by The Weeknd, Closer by The Chainsmokers, and God's Plan by Drake are the ten best selling records of all time. So in a as year and digital. a half, Drake is number ten already. Shit, Old Town Road in like nine months, <laughs> <laughs> fucking number five. It's crazy Dang. as shit. I didn't realize. You know who manages him? Cortez Bryant. Yeah, he said on the joint, "Baby Wayne is, and Tez." That shit is crazy. You know, it's the really craziest part. And I'm looking at it again. Like when I was looking at this list earlier, you know who has a diamond record? You wouldn't even think about it. Just think about diamond records and how they talk about that in hip hop. Like a song that went diamond. I guarantee you, neither one of you. You get it? I give you. I give you twenty dollars. There's no way you get this. <laughs> is a hip hop artist? Yes, has a diamond record. No, Outkast has one. I know Vanilla Ice has one. We're not talking about albums, oh, records, albums. Oh, a record. song that one sold ten song. million fucking copies. All right, no so clue. you know Vanilla Ice, you know Hammer. Um, I guarantee you, neither one of you are gonna get this. Because uh, it fucked me up. I was like, damn, really? That song was that fucking big? Um, Afro Man? No. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to name somebody who's like Fifty. Nope. 
50, you know 50 got fucking uh, candy shop and shit like that, but that's not up there. Um, shit. Diamond Song, 2014. Fetty Wap has Trap Queen. It's Diamond. No way. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Why would I lie to you? I saw that shit earlier, and I'm just like, God damn, Trap Queen with no Diamond? Fetty Wap got 44 baby moms. <laughs> he got a fucking Diamond record. Fucked me up when I read that shit earlier. Yo. Crazy as shit, I know right? for a fact, as bad as of a label as 300 is, I know they fucked his auditing up, and I know they owe him millions of dollars. Dog. Oh, hell it's yeah. no way he got properly paid out for that from 300. That shit is 10 times platinum, yo. That's I crazy. couldn't believe that shit when I saw it. Can you imagine having a song go diamond with like a $32,000 budget, and then you got to wait for fucking I don't, I don't Leo Cohen and Kevin Lyles? The craziest part is it was like his first song. Yes. <laughs> The wild part. I don't like, understand how streaming like relates. Like I, I like, think they do fifteen hundred plays is the equivalent of an album sale or a, well, sale, a song sale. A song sale. So fifteen hundred streams mm-hmm. is the equivalent of a song sale. Because some of these numbers just seem astronomical, like almost almost inflated. Oh no, I was wrong. It's fifth. It's one hundred and fifty streams is a song sale. Fifteen hundred streams is an album, album sale. Based it off of ten songs. Okay. But my thing is, there's no one else up there in that list that's like... That's nuts, yeah, that's Everything really nuts. else is One Republic, Eminem, so it makes sense. Ed Sheeran, Post Malone, like, it makes total sense. Yeah, they didn't throw yeah. Fetty in there they by accident. Just put that, they didn't fuck <laughs> it up and put crazy. Fetty in there. I mean, I, like, I knew it was a huge record, but Diamond, though? What the fuck? Craziest shit ever, dog. He's I, never mentioned that. I would be talking about that shit every week. By the way, y'all know I got a diamond record. You pussies know <laughs> you, you, you two-eyed pussies know I got a diamond record. I guess you know what it is. It fucks me up because I don't remember that many diamond singles when I was, like, growing up. You know it's only fucking eight albums from rap that have gone diamond. Yeah, Speaker Box Love Below. Speaker Box Life Love Below. Pac got two of them. Biggie got one. Uh, uh, I looked Hammer, at it earlier. Vanilla Hammer, Ice. Vanilla Ice. I know Eminem got one. Eminem got two of them. Those are the other two. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's a small class. Yeah, hip hop shit just doesn't go diamond. It's crazy as fuck, but it just doesn't. Like we got a lot of motherfuckers who did seven, eight shit like that, yeah. but diamond just seems like it's extremely hard from hip hop. Meanwhile, Taylor Swift niggas goes be diamond every shit. time. Niggas, Jay was out here stabbing niggas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, uh, but to finish with the battle shit, like I said, I, I got Luda. I ain't gonna hold you. Maybe I was being biased. Sixteen to four. <laughs> Sixteen to four. You worse than me. I he said seventeen three earlier on yeah. his Twitter, and then I remembered Air Force Ones, <laughs> and I was like, all right, maybe sixteen four. I'm glad I yelled at you. Yo. What the fuck is wrong with you, yo? You ain't seen, you ain't seen my story. I was telling him, I'm like, yo, I, I just, I, outside of Hot in Here, Dilemma, and you ain't getting Nelly enough credit, dog. I gave Nelly credit. I just think I For gave four records. I gave Luda more credit. That's that's really where he I was said at. Seventeen three on his Twitter. I was like, damn, you bugging. Because I'm I'm looking at it on the longevity side of yeah. things, where it's just like, after... I, mind you, you don't even play these records to start. You don't yeah. play Hot in Hair at the beginning. You yeah. don't play Country Grammar. But it's just, after you those... You might play What the Hook Gonna Be first. Was he on it? That was Murphy Lee. He wasn't on that? No, Murphy Lee and JD. Oh, I thought he was he on played the Hook. Worth, he's definitely losing that round. <laughs> he played What the Hook Gonna Be. But it's just like, yeah, it's like he's going to have to start off with, like, batter up. You remember that song, yeah. Batter Up? That shit, and it's just like, all right, you play Batter Up, and it's like, Luda start off with, like, Move, move Bitch. bitch. <laughs> it's a win, you know what I'm saying? Then the next record, Nelly has to play uh, Stepping on My Jays, and then Luda plays Roll Out. It's like, that's another one, man. It's like, once they get to, like, the meat of their joints, it's like, Nelly's going to hit them with 
you know, Dilemma, and Luda's got yeah, and then he's going to hit him with Hot and Her, and Luda has fucking... Stand up Stand up Yeah it's just like You know And then even when you talk about Like the, the Like I said the deep cuts Like Luda got country shit He got stomped He got yeah. like All these fucking records Where it's like I think a lot of their records Gonna cancel each other out Yeah and, and I Honestly I'm looking at it like Luda wins I got it 12 eight. I like I like Nelly 12 eight. I got it the other way. So we'll see what happens. Honestly, with these battles, I done got to the point where I stopped keeping score and just try yeah, this to is enjoy. Just something for us to argue about. I just try to enjoy yeah, the music. I really got to the point where it's like I look at it as just like let's just give these artists their flowers while they're here. I mean, enjoy the music like it's a concert because it ain't shit else to do. And just keep it moving. Yeah, I kind of want a little friction. Like I, <laughs> I mean, I wanted that at first, but I kind of got to the point where it was just like, yo. I might as well just enjoy this shit. I think Sean Garrett and Dream gave us enough friction for every battle. Like, I ain't gonna hold you. I like that shit. Like, they don't fuck with each other, and I, I like that oh, shit. Oh, you like that shit? Yeah, because it's entertaining and shit. Like, yeah. y'all essentially just playing records at that point, and it's just like, I got this shit on my phone. I'm That's going true. to do something with my life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and what's bothering me so much now is, like, the hypothetical battles. Is the weirdest shit on J and DMX? Yeah, it's just it, it's 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 reached its like peak. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I saw yesterday like Mary J versus Alicia Keys, and like, everybody's like, "Hey, Mary, get her the fuck out of here!" And I'm just like, "What Alicia Keys? <laughs> not Mary, a, not Mary would get Alicia Keys up out of here. I feel like Mary would. I, I, I think it's a deep water battle. I, I, Mary, we say this every episode, yeah, but I yeah. think it's a deep water battle. I'm gonna tell you this. I like Mary's songs, but Mary can't sing. Alicia can't sing. Alicia can sing better than Mary. Don't no, do that. She can't sing. Alicia can't sing better than Mary J. Blige. Mary screams. But Mary got them records. Mary doesn't have an octave. Mary, she sings Mary got in. them bangers. Ma- Mary got them records. Mary be like, ah, on songs. I would take Mary whole first album against everybody except Beyonce. Have you ever listened to 911? With Wyclef? Yeah. You ever listen to that song? Yeah, several times. I'm gonna play. Mary, she doesn't have an octave she sings in. We don't need no octave. Yeah, she well, sounds like a queen fucking... Queen of R&B soul. She sounds like a... Uh, what's them, them birds during the dinosaur time? I'm like, saying, tear, no, my, tear that. my life is my shit. I take that over Alicia career. I get I, I, I'm not arguing with you. I'm just saying, it's like... Mary can't really sing. You know what I'm saying? It's like... Since when does that stop black people from achieving? Nah, I feel what you're saying. <laughs> Mary, Mary would get her out of there on the strength that she got those, you know... She's got records that people literally yeah, love. Like she got like, them records like for the, you know, you get your heart broken and cut all your hair off. Then and she got dance records too. Ultimately, yeah, it's like she got that shit. She got fine. She got, you know, family affair. Like, she got records. Listen to how Mary screams in this song, yo. Like she's really not in an office. <laughs> Listen when the hook. It's just like noise. Listen. That was a bad one right there. It's just noise. It's like that's a very 
Jerry does that. I a mean, lot. that that song is noise. It, it's it's just noise. So it's like there are singers like T Boz. Like she can't sing, but she stays in the right. She pocket. stay in pocket. Yeah, yeah. stay in the pocket. And, Mary you know, don't respect them pockets. Mary don't respect the pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mary is eternally out but of the T-Boz pocket. T Boz get on a song and it's the twenty third loneliness. She don't come out yeah. of that. This is why Jennifer Hudson. Like you ever notice she sings every tribute, everything like. What, what's his name just died? Uh, Little Richard? She's singing at the tribute. <laughs> right. Fucking, uh, what's the other one? Like, uh, who can actually sing around uh, this motherfucker? Andre Harrell, tribute? Yeah. She's singing. When LeBron died, Big Meech, she's singing at all the fucking tribute because she can actually sing. You know, you're never going to see t boz on a stage with fucking Celine Dion <laughs> singing acapella you know, at an award show. It's just not going to happen. Ain't going to call the Sandman on t boz Jennifer Hudson's like, did you know so-and-so that just died? No, nah, I never met him. Doesn't matter. Chance on stage just singing the tribute. Because being able to sing is like a real hard thing. Yeah. I like Mary got like just fine and shit like that. So it's like, yeah, that yeah. battle's never happening. So it's no point even yeah. to keep speculating. But that's where we've gotten now where like people are so bored and they just like, well, what if you know, uh, Little Wayne battled, you know, Eminem, and it's just like stupid shit. Niggas want to see 50 battle Ja like 50 and them literally didn't battle. I told... I or told, or that they didn't stab each other. <laughs> yeah, like... I told Matt on here, I would love to see 50 do the battle and just play all diss records. <laughs> like, there's no hits. Yeah. Just play all diss records. <laughs> like, 20 diss records. <laughs> I, saw the the thing that, I saw the thing the other day that said DMX was up to doing a battle with Jay-Z. And it's just like, bro, I gotta... X, you got six number one albums. We care about three. Like, just from Jay's standpoint, like, dog, I got... Five kids and you Jay know doesn't have an Instagram. Yeah, I got. A, <laughs> <laughs> Who's fucking? I mean, now I got hop on bleach and him. This shit don't got no followers. What up, New Yeti? Like, it's no. lit, big homie in the studio. Yo, real shit. But I ain't gonna hold you. I'm, I'm battled out. It's like I, I'm. And it's crazy because we're only. It's only gonna get worse. For sure. As long as we're not going outside, it's gonna be like. Mason Cam are gonna battle. You know what I'm saying? Oh my Yo, god! The, the best part of the Rory and Maul uh, Wayne versus Fat mixtape battle. I found this out afterwards. Wayne was in the joint watching Rory watch Maul. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, niggas is in the comments like, "Hey yo, Maul, play some hot shit." What's this? Like, what's this? Yeah, that, that honestly, and that's that's how bad. That's what I mean. These battles gone. You've gotten to the point where now you have like comedians battling. Playing songs, avatars. Oh. oh my god, <laughs> it's all bad. You understand what yeah, I'm saying? Bad. And that's just where I'm at. Where I'm just like, didn't uh, Clint and Sean Fallon do a battle? They did a vinyl battle. Spank and fucking uh, cousin E did a battle the other day with their favorite ten cookout records or some shit. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> shit has reached epic proportions. A terrible oh, man. Oh my god. Yeah, we've jumped the shark. Um, but yeah, fuck battles. You know what I'm saying. Luda's still winning, but you know, fuck them. I got battles. my money on Nelly, man. Is there a betting line on uh on these verses? Is there a line yet? on them? Shit, I make one. <laughs> like, what we gonna go? We gonna go um Luda minus one thirty? Yeah, Luda's in my opinion would have to be the favorite. Just too many records. I feel like, I, honestly, I feel like it's gonna come down to who get to go first and who get to go last, and what records end up going against what records. Placement is very important. Yeah, you saw Teddy tried to basically kick, like, Teddy tried to punt and receive at halftime. <laughs> I'm going to take the ball. Did you peep? Teddy was like, I'll, take I'll, I'll, I'll go first, you can go last. And then when they got to the left song, Teddy was like, all right, yeah, now you go first. And then I'll go last. So yeah. it's some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, all right, yeah, ain't nobody do this gump scumbag shit yet. But 
I just feel like when the songs match up and when you go down the line of like 20 records, I just don't think Nelly's deep enough to go 20 with Luda. I just, I don't see it. Me personally, Luda and T.I. would have made sense. Both being Atlanta, they had the beef. They both got cool. Luda got on top of the world on T.I. I forgot all about that on Paper Trail. I think that fucking... I don't know if T.I. got 20 records that people care about. And I love T.I. I think T.I. got 20. He could find 20. <laughs> he gonna have to go into the PSC archives to get he, 20. I pull up in the blue coupe that's damn near clear. He gonna, <laughs> he gonna pull that beanie man yeah, out. He gonna have to go get <laughs> but that song back A in the couple of them rounds is gonna be wasted. <laughs> And I love T.I. as a rapper. Yeah, he, got, he got 20. He, he got definitely 20, got 20. Man. I think T.I. got he 20. He definitely got 20. He got a four on King, good five on he Paper got, Trail. He got Live Your Life with Rihanna. Yeah, T.I. Like, got he 20. Got swag yeah, live Your Life with Rihanna, that's the crescendo. He got to save that. That's number 20. What you no, gonna I do? don't think that's 20. I what think King go- would be 20. No. I mean, not King. Live, what, your, what, life. Live what, your Life is 20. I think, but I think what she got. He got 24s, bring them out. What's the song off of King? What you know about that? I feel like that's his like pinnacle as far as his right. like rap he career. Got right, he so, got all about the so money. Be, so between, young like me personally, if, if I was to see Wiz Khalifa in a battle, I don't think his 20th song should be the Fast and the Furious joint, even though that's one of the biggest songs in history. Yeah. I think Black and Yellow Black is and like his yeah, music. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So that's kind of how I look at T.I. Like what you know about all that right, is so like between, his joint. You don't know me. Live your life with Rihanna and fucking uh, what's the name and uh, what you know about that? He got to come with seventeen more. He got him. Yeah, he got twenty fours. He got rubber band. Twenty fours. Rubber got, band, um, man. He got um. What's the joint with Jazzy Frey? Um, off of Hey, let's get let's away. Let's get away. That was my shit. He let's got get um, away. He got all about uh, the money with Young Thug. I, okay. I'm just doing my job off of the fucking trap music. Whatever album. you like. Got whatever you like. Be um, easy. Ti got, all right, T-I got, T-I got twenty. Got 20. Yeah, he got twenty. That's not even. You don't know me. That's first. He gonna have to. He, he gotta come Front out the gate. Back. Um, he got big shit popping. Yeah, T. I got twenty. Yeah, I know he got twelve. And that's why I don't I, know if he got twenty. That's where I mean. I feel like them being Atlanta niggas and having like the same like almost like career as far as like the time they was putting the songs out. Yeah. Even, like real talk, Luda and T. I were like pre Wayne. Yeah. Like if you look at like when Wayne really started crushing Wayne's, in 06, they was already like on. Yeah, and, Wayne started his upward John in 04. People that, that paid was the Carter. That was the Carter right. one. The, the, the people paid attention to the squad mixtapes, which was really some regional Yo, shit. Yo, shout out Jules, though. We used to <clears throat> bang them squad mixtapes. If you paid attention to the squad mixtapes, then you know, oh, you saw where he was going with it, 01 to 04, but all of them tapes are like lost in translation. I wish I could find that one where he was rapping over the uh, 54321, Carolina Blue Kicks. That that shit, yeah. when he was rapping about the different size rims with all the jerseys yeah. and shit, dog. Like, I, I haven't heard that song in yeah, it was, I think since it was, high like, school. It was like Seven or eight squad mixtapes, and then he had the prefix that was out mm-hmm. around that, and then the suffix. And then, the suffix. Yeah. And then later, he went on his mixtape run with drama and the dedication, and that shit. He did and all the, of that. The show shit. me what you got, freestyle. Man, he said Jay Z called him. Yeah. It was like, yo, why would you do that? Like, <laughs> what's, what's, what's your what's whole your, thing, dog? Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you on right and now? And what's boy? crazy is niggas around my way hated Wayne so bad because they was like push your teeth, all push your teeth fanatics. They told me that shit was corny. I said, yo, we gonna like not be friends because yeah. y'all like are just bullshitting. Shit. Hey, hey T, real quick, how much time we got, T? None. All right, <laughs> real quick, I want because we're halfway into the last dance, right? Two new episodes come I've out tonight. I've seen two episodes. Oh, you've only watched, you only watched two? I've seen two episodes. Really? Why? i just been... What you do? What's your whole thing? I you saw punch. the first two? <laughs> I saw the first two. Okay. <laughs> you hear me? What's your whole thing? <laughs> the, um, 
and I've seen s- 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 snippets here and there. The smoke in the mirrors is like peeling <laughs> away for for Mike from me watching these and you you realize like he wasn't like a mythical person or like a greater than life guy or anything. It just what it was was they didn't have twenty four hour news coverage right. for sports <laughs> and they didn't have social media. Like honestly, if Mike would have been a, like in the social media twenty four hour news, he would have been out of the league in four years. He 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 would have been like <laughs> Zach Randolph or, or Lamar. Like real talk. Because I mean, like, he, I think he would have adjusted. His antics were like crazy as shit. The nigga was literally like going to gamble on game nights. <laughs> shit was Yo, the awesome. last episode, them niggas was pitching quarters. Dog, that with pitching the, quarters. With the event security. Him and his security <laughs> were pitching quarters. <laughs> with the event security. The balls are like Bob from Mark. marketing. <laughs> I said Mike is a degenerate. I'm like, oh, Jordan crazy as shit, dog. <laughs> nigga was straight fucking us. Uh, uh, What's it called when you sell tickets illegally? Scalping. Scalping tickets <laughs> to Randy Brown. <laughs> Yo, Jordan was crazy. It's like, when you look at just how different it was, and it's crazy. One thing I definitely take away from the joint I sent you the other day, Mike really is like snitching, snitching in this joint. Oh, like for sure. every couple seconds. That shit when he was talking about the beers and the cigarettes, Ron Harper legit looked at the camera like, like, shit, that wasn't even the worst like, snitching shit. He the snitched shit he did on, to Burrell. He, yeah, he snitched on homies, said, like, yo, you out here cheating on your wife. Like, yo, you be fucking bitches and getting drunk every night. And he like, yo, Like, yo. nigga, you too. Like, don't put that <laughs> you was there like, with me. <laughs> Mike was you fucking. Was in, you was in the adjoining room, nigga. Like, it, it is an entertaining documentary. I'll definitely give you that. One thing I definitely peeped is, like, it's, it's so wild just how he looks at Scottie Pippen. For for Mike even to say, yeah, I don't do none of this shit without Scotty. Yeah, and it's just you know like the Jordan stands really be like, oh, it was Mike, Mike by himself. Yeah, and then you look at it like they really had to like work Mike into playing in a system like how you always get on Kevin Durant for the ISO shit. Yeah, and it's like Mike was the same nigga. Like yeah. they had to like really beat Mike into playing right. in the triangle. Yeah, to where he was just like. All right, whatever. Like Mike said on the show, like yo, when Doug Collins got fired, I'm like, what is y'all doing? <laughs> like, That's my man. Like they like yo, we trying to win chips. Mike like man, I'm averaging 38. What the fuck is you talking about? And they like yeah, but like the triangle offense is gonna be able to like get us the motion to where you can trust your other guys and help them like, elevate. What the fuck is trust? <laughs> elevate these motherfuckers. <laughs> these niggas suck. Oh. <laughs> like Mike was wild. Yo, he was he was trashing niggas. Like yo, I don't want this nigga to touch the ball. Like what the fuck? Real right. shit. Like for me, the reason why I didn't really pick back up with it because I watched the first two episodes and mm-hmm. then I saw the ESPN and the media reaction the f- whole following week and I was like, I'm gonna punch Stephen A. Smith in the fucking face if I watch any more. Like it was just too much. It was yeah. like over the top. And I'm like, yo, there are glaring holes in. A lot of the whole billboard of Michael Jordan and the image and all of that shit that were exposed in the first two hours of this shit that were exposed. And I'm like, y'all not talking about none of this shit. Y'all just like using this as like a commercial to like shit on everybody that came like after Mike. And Well, I I I think think you should watch because I feel like they get into some of that, at least from my standpoint, looking at like episode five and six, where it's like they got into, you know, 
the fact that people was like, is he betting on games? You know, does he have a problem? Like, him doing an interview with the glasses was yeah. the craziest that shit That shit was I the crazy seen. shit. Jordan basically, he went to Atlantic City during a playoff game. They lost game two to the Knicks, right? And he went Game to, one and two. Game, no, I'm saying after game two, yeah. he went to AC. He went to AC, and he gambled with his pop and one of his friends or whatever. And... People saw him like, yo, what the fuck is this nigga doing in, you know, here? Like, he's supposed to be in New York. Like, what the fuck is he doing? And basically, it was all his shit. And he got into, he was playing golf with a nigga who wound up getting indicted for, like, drugs. When they ran in the ball office, he had a check on a desk from Jordan for 57000 And Jordan was like, oh, that was a, a loan, a business loan. But then they fucking subpoenaed Jordan to, to testify. He got on stand was like, all right, look, I lost this shit again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Matt didn't, Matt didn't add. He skipped the, 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 the White House visit to go play with this nigga. This, he this, skipped the White House visit to go gamble on golf with the ball. Jury curl nigga named Slim Bueller. Right. So they booked the ball Slim. <laughs> He go to court. They basically subpoena Jordan. Jordan get on the stand like, all right, look, I lost the shit gambling to him. And they like, God damn, you lost 57. Mind you, this is like 1993. So it's like. It's like you lost a half a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> like you lost 57 bands yesterday. Like, girl, what the fuck is you doing? So they was like, they started this whole thing like throughout the media. Like, is Jordan betting on games? Is this another Pete Rose situation? So Amara Shah was like, Jordan called him like an hour before game three. Like, yo, let's just do an interview, man, and get it done with. Jordan came in with these big ass black shades on and sat down. And Amara Shah was like, all right, Mike, let's just, do you have a gambling problem? Mike like, no, what? No gambling problem. If I, if I had a gambling problem, I wouldn't have no rings. I would be selling my car. I'd be selling my house. I'm like, yo, Mike looks like a great <laughs> Yo. <laughs> <laughs> like it was every classic right, degenerate right. excuse. I'm back in. I'm like, yo, Mike look like he on drugs. <laughs> I'm, I'm back in. All like right. it was really every classic degenerate gambler excuse you can. He was like, I'd be selling my clothes. I wouldn't have no house. I'd be doing this. I'm just like, yo, Mike on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so it really get into like a lot of their right, bullshit. I'm back in. I'm gonna start watching it again. And I, I it, it really get into like how Pippen was underpaid and Pippen wasn't fucking like Pippen straight got injured in 97 and could have got the surgery done during the season. Oh, he waited till the season and started. She was like, man, I ain't fucking. He said on it, I ain't fucking up my yeah. summer. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all got that. And you see just how much turmoil they were in in that last season where it was like Dennis Rodman was like spiraling. Jordan was sick of them niggas. Pippen was on bullshit. Krause wasn't fucking with nobody. They wasn't fucking with him. Krause straight told Phil Jackson, yo, this shit last year, I don't care if you win 82 games. This shit last season. Yeah. Holla back. And you see just how much bullshit they was dealing with that legend. But it definitely do get into, like, their nonsense and really showing you, like, yo, this this person that we kind of looked at Mike, like, you know, Mike was always portrayed as, like, perfect. Be like Mike. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, like, Jordan was a real jackass. And you could just see it with, like, the team. Like, even when he was telling them about the Indian drill. Like, he's like, I told Jeb Buster and Steve Kerr, like, look, we don't fucking slow this down to a wall. Like, just that yeah. power that he, like, yeah. imposed He was on a super villain. Yeah, hell like, yeah. Like, that's pretty much what it was. Like, But it's a good documentary. I like it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? LeBron's a crazy Jordan guy. We discussed this. The um, When I look at, like, they, they, they showed the 63-point game against Boston. And it's just <laughs> like... <laughs> Rick Carlisle looking like a used yeah, car salesman. It's just like I, Try, watched, I got a good deal on a Volkswagen for I watched, you. I watched Bill Walton get caught up in a pick and roll and straight turn around and snap. Like what the fuck is y'all doing? <laughs> and go back to Garden Jordan. <laughs> what the fuck is this? 
<laughs> the, the defenses was so bad. That's been one of the highlights of my week, honestly, is watching Ex- old basketball and, the, and just seeing just how slow defense. the offenses were, how bad the defense was. That one play when Mike went like coast to coast on the, on the Suns. That, that was bad. For just a layup. <laughs> like, not even swimming. And the niggas. Suns were up four. <laughs> With, like, a championship on the line. A championship on the line. Mike just went 90 feet and laid the ball up. And it's just like, Jesus Christ, man. Like, that shit is really, really, really... It, it was bad basketball. Like, it was a horrendous game of basketball. I personally like the documentary, though. Like I said, it's entertaining to watch. And I, I like the fact that, like I said, you watch, if you listen and you say you watch the first two, I can completely see why you feel... Because I even, after the first show, because we watched them at my depot, we've yeah. said... And after the first two jumps, I'm just like... I hope this shit like go a little like deeper right. in the next couple Beyond episodes. Beyond the surface. And then episode yeah. three was about uh Pippin. Okay. All about Pippin not being paid and all of that shit. I think I saw three. And then episode four was, was like about Rodman. Was about it started with Rodman. Yeah. His yeah, shit. I know I didn't see boys. four. Yeah, and they got into the bad boys beating him down and all that shit. And that's why I just saw like the fact that Jordan didn't lift weights till his seventh year in the league, and it's just like, it's Jesus like come on, bro. The NBA was crazy. Like, what? Yeah, he was yeah. just out there pissing excellence and getting first round exits. Right. And then episode five, like I said, gets into like the nonsense where it's like, yo, Jordan, I'm telling you, you got to see that interview, yo. It, like, I'm dead at watching it. You know, I'm like, yo, Jordan on drugs. I'm like, what's on that shit? Like, if I come to you, like, damn, what's up with you? Where, where you where? Nigga, nigga, if I was fucked up, nigga, I wouldn't have his watch. I wouldn't have his car. I wouldn't have his shoes. <laughs> Mike was sad. And I'm like, yo, Mike might have lost like three mil. That I ain't seen out of the night. But he went out there one four straight against the fucking dick. So it was like they couldn't hate him. And it's like, you really realize it, though. Like, damn, yo, Mike really was like a... Uh, alcohol. These niggas was drinking Miller highlights after the game, and they was in the locker room. And Scotty Pippen was like, "Man, I ain't gonna hold you. We be up ten, seven minutes left. All I'm thinking about is ice cold beer." So they win the game. They go to the locker room. They shower. They come out. Ron Harper got like a 24 pack of Miller Highlight. They sitting there drinking. That's when Jordan like shit. And they like, yeah, we ain't even supposed to be drinking and shit. But Jordan like shit, man. That's what we do. Shit. Man. I remember when I started. They was drinking during halftime. Halftime. They go in the locker room, be smoking cigarettes. Coaches be giving you cigarettes. And that's Ron Harper like looking at the camera like, yo, cool out. They put the beers down to go out and do the fucking the media joint on the podium. I'm just like, yo, these motherfuckers was really really drinking like it wasn't shit. Yeah, it's like when I think. When I be saying that shit when I be tweeting, I think people think I'm lying. No. Like nah. I'm like making it like, no, this really this there's a record of events. Charles Barkley said he was drunk every game. Dog. Yeah, real shit. Shit. Ron Artest said he was drinking Hennessy at halftime. Dog. Like, I told niggas you. Niggas is just niggas. They was in the zone and was like, we're gonna give the uh most valuable player award to Bill Russell. Bill, come on, Bill. And he put the joint out and did that <laughs> shit. Stepped on it with his converse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dog, like the back of the day shit was wild. Like it's a picture floating around where it's a motherfucker playing pro football where he got a beer and he's smoking a cigarette sitting on a bench. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Like that was really how it was. But Pippin said that shit was like, man, we be up seven, ten minutes left. We be up ten, seven, seven, and fourth. And all I'm thinking about is ice cold beer. <laughs> Country ass nigga, man. Like they really was uh, alcoholic, degenerate, and that's the the joint where I talk about like the guys from now. We're like LeBron. He 
it's just like excellence because yeah. it numb. Like, look, think about that dumbass uh, Jason Whitlock shit. Dude. Did you see that? I'm, I've been blocked for like years from Jason Whitlock. <laughs> yeah. All right, we we end it with this. LeBron tweeted about the guy that got killed. Um, Ahmad Arbery, yeah. the guy that got killed. So LeBron tweeted about it, like, oh, my God, like, are y'all serious? Yeah. This is ridiculous, whatever. Jason Whitlock comes on the tweet and quotes it and was like, this isn't helping nothing. All you're doing is fueling the fire just so people can think that you're more socially in touch than Michael Jordan. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm just like, yo, Jordan fans are lunatics. Loco. Lunatics. I mean, he's a coon. That's his brand. We know that. Yeah. I, and the crazy part was, all the people who were re- retweeting the tweet, they all had like American flags as their abbeys <laughs> and shit like that. And it's just like, how do you get to that part, like that point where you just like appeal to only the, you know what I'm saying? As a black guy. I mean, he's the real life You had Uncle a great Ruckus. tweet the other day where it was like, sometimes... It's okay to take whatever comes from punching somebody in the face. Yeah, sometimes yeah. it's okay to just Jason deal. Whitlock is like that boy. I would do the weekend in jail for snuffing Jason Whitlock with a smile oh, on my face. Oh, hell yeah, most definitely. Yeah, because that shit the other day was just out of pocket. And it's just like, I personally... I, he, he's taking the stance that if you're black and successful, you shouldn't have no problems with Whitey and don't fuck, don't fuck up Whitey's perception of us because we's we's rich out here. Like that's he's taking that stance. He's like a Steve Harvey quote come to life. Real like, shit, exactly. Yeah. And I've just gotten to the point where it's just like I hate pitting them against against each other. Like I said, I I said Jordan is the goat. Yeah. And LeBron to me is just a better player. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, that might not make sense to some people. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But um. It's definitely an entertaining documentary. Yeah, it's real. Um, the only thing I wish, I wish Jordan wasn't involved in it. Why? Because. You know he was like, don't don't put that shit out, nigga. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you, though. He, he got Isaiah's in it. No, but hear me he out. He talks me out. about Isaiah. Hear me it. out. There's things like, I'll give you an example. In the last episode, right, they talked about um, Grant. Um, His mom asked him to, you know, make, endorse Grant in the um, election. Okay. Now, they didn't interview his mom. And asked his mom what she thought about him not endorsing him. So you don't really get a full picture. And then I also think they don't add context <laughs> to certain things. Like I felt like they were too pro Pippen in his his contract. Like Pippen, like he couldn't he couldn't renegotiate at some point. So him holding out, it's like they were almost too nice to Pippen. So I just feel like like Michael was just kind of like almost blocking certain things to make him look better and Pippen look better. And of course, Krause is dead, so he can't defend himself. So nobody's really like taking Krause's side. So it's a, it's a little bit too Mike, pro Michael for me. So what you're saying is Mike once again is going up against terrible defense. <laughs> See how that all comes full circle. That was great. <laughs> yeah, this all comes full circle. Um, you got anything else you want to talk I about? I got today? nothing else. Uh, good, great show today. Thanks to Rob for coming through. Oh, thanks for the invite. Thanks for the argument. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Luda twelve to eight, man. I got Nelly twelve to eight. Rob said that he's setting the betting line at Luda minus one thirty. He has twenty more Billboard entries. I think that's about right. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back. I, we 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 might get uh brother and Kuma up here. I'm afraid that would be fun. Uh, Last week, Mitch was like, "I love TRPE, but I hate that I can't argue with these niggas." <laughs> <laughs> Arguing with the phone. <laughs> I literally could tweet anything. I'd be like, 
Yo, man, cinnamon raisin bagels are so good. Here come Mitch. Man, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Everybody knows poppy seed bagels is the best bagels because the seeds is black seeds. Mitch really just like arguing for no reason. That shit is always funny to me. But uh, yeah, we'll be back next week, hopefully. Uh, I got nothing else. We out of here. Episode 107. Peace. Peace. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.